I think I missed this. I didn't even know you posted this because that was a while ago. It was a while ago. It was. It's not new. Six days ago. Yeah, no, it's not new. He had posted this like he, probably like two years ago now. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. it's the, the same original. as the one before. Okay, yeah. it's the same one as before. All right. Yep. He didn't like make a new one. Nope. Uh, this this is uh, this is now Paul Walker's legacy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Is, so is this the one? Is this the one? Yeah. What is this? Which one is this? The it's the Warlord Games supported player referees handbook. Okay, so this is the same one that I've read before. Then all right, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, got that bad boy open. Yeah, to the agenda open. Yeah, I guess I should do the same thing. Is that pinned somewhere? Yeah, it's in Snafu Ducks. It's the the most recent Word doc or PDF, actually. Sorry. Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right, welcome to another episode, episode 80. Uh, lots of attorney talk stuff. Yeah. All right, uh, say hi, Je- uh, Jeff. Yeah, I started with Jeff. Uh, hi, Jeff. <laughs> uh, say hi, Pat. Hello, everybody. Say hi, Dale. Hey, guys. I'm Rick. Hello, everyone. Hi, Rick. Uh, we're going to talk some attorney stuff, lots of attorney stuff. I'm sure it'll yeah. turn, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun conversation. Let's uh, let's start with hobby like we always do, though. Let's uh, start with you, Dale. Have you been working on anything? Actually, uh, I know you have. I've seen pictures. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I'm kind of um, on a bit of a, a painting thing. So um, at the end, not at the end, uh, the last hobby, uh, last time we recorded, um, I hadn't done any hobby. We talked a little bit about how do you get started, that kind of thing. And it's yep. like, well, if I could just start with 15 minutes a day, just trying to do something maybe that might be enough and so mm-hmm. that's what I did Sure. I just you know for the next couple of days after we recorded that last time just tried to spend 15 minutes a day in hobby related stuff not sitting on the other side of the room in front of my computer playing a game or something and so that first um, that first day or two I just kind of cleaned off my desk and organized everything again and then started painting for the um, FFF contest and so um, I finished that up. I painted a faction for Sea of Legends that qualified under the Fantasy. Okay. Yep. Um, that was the uh, Undead Skeletal Pirates in the Colossus. Yep, yep. And then I painted a different faction for the same game, technically, but for fiction, and that was the, <laughs> the Mermen, the Merfolk mm-hmm. faction, and their big squid boss... I don't know how to pronounce its name, so I'm not going to try. <laughs> and for fun, that's not how we do this. Dale. You're not going to offend anyone, Dale. I don't think that one's going to offend anyone, other than maybe the game manufacturer. It's lots of consonants in a row, so it's like Cthulhu, but not Cthulhu. Um, no, it's not Cthulhu. I, I think it's, you just call it lots of consonants, and I think you're it's good. It's more, um, you know, how the lizardmen have a bunch of L's and X's and oh O's. yeah, sure. It's kind of in, in the same kind of inspiration. Sure. 
Okay. Um, Some would just smash the keyboard and use that as the name. Probably. Uh, perhaps. <laughs> you know, I mean, you have to come up with something unique if you're trying to make sure you can copyright everything. <laughs> but the, um, what? The, yeah, the last section was uh, for fun. And I painted, um, this is actually bolt action related. I got two uh, DACA stewards done, another BA-10, and then the T-28. So. Order pool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so um, I'd, I'd have I'd have those in various um, states of assembly slash primed. Uh, but when you clear off your desk, you actually find all that stuff again. So I cleared all that away and then um, cracked open another board game. I'm working through the Frostpunk miniatures now. And I have two more factions for Sea of Legends because I had some friends over recently and we, we played through that game and actually it ended up being quite a bit more fun than I anticipated. Nice. So um, <laughs> I'm doing a few more factions um, for that. The British Empire, for those um, for those folks over on the other side of the pond, a little special thing for them. And then the Atlantean Usurpers. <laughs> that's another faction. That's interesting. Yeah, but um, so that's kind <laughs> of kind of where I'm at with the hobby. Yeah, it was just I think we all kind of latently have a desire to do this kind of stuff. It's just sometimes um, it's easier to ignore that and follow whatever momentum you have going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. And so this time I kind of consciously tried to create some momentum moving in the hobby direction. And it paid off. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Now awesome. you get your your paintbrush has got smoke trailing off it, right? Um, yeah, I've, I've done quite a bit of air, um, used quite a bit of my airbrush and quite a bit of a couple of different of my Windsor Newton Series Seven brushes. So. Love those brushes, nice. mm-hmm. the best. They last, so they do. And and if you even get like the if you do get some of them, they kind of get them fray hairs. You just snip them, and the rest of the brush is still fine. Yeah, yep. Can also condition them if you. Uh, yeah, drop them in like an actual conditioner, have yeah. shampoo conditioner type stuff. I use the master brush stuff, but same difference. It's just, yeah. I, I don't think it works for like the the all in one conditioner shampoos. Maybe you actually want a specific <laughs> conditioner. I don't know. Yeah, maybe not Head and Shoulders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not, hopefully, there's not too much dandruff on your. I was going to say, if well, your brush has got dandruff, you got other problems. Or you use yeah, don't use the 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 body face shampoo conditioner all body combined into stuff, one thing. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> It's ball like crack and face wash your, what yeah oh yes <laughs> every every part of your body's body wash that's that's uh, interesting pretty sure that'll dry your brush out yeah but i know it dries my skin out the one time i've used it <laughs> had to not do that ever again yeah thought it'd be convenient but no it's, it's not it's, really it's not. the opposite for sure and that uh, concludes our hygiene section Yes, I, it's, tangent number one was about hygiene. That's, That's interesting. actually it's not too bad. Like a solid five minutes before we, no, we did we, pretty good. There. You know, I don't even think we have to do a hygiene episode. But anyway, all right, Jeff, uh, what have you been working on? <laughs> uh, well, I got the three D printer rolling again. Nice. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Uh, the bear of it is, is, for anyone out there that has a resin printer or is thinking about getting a resin printer, just be advised that they tend to print better when the temperature is a little warmer. Mm. Um, I have a devil of a time keeping my the back room, my hobby room, above 65 degrees. And oh, that no. resin really wants to be around 70 if it can help it. Okay. Uh, so I ran a space heater in there and got the temperature up a little bit so I could run a couple prints. And they, they came out really good. So did a nice. couple guns for Pat. I did a couple Italian trucks for myself. Um, nice. Going to do a few guys sitting in trucks for uh, for both Pat and I here. And 
um, digging through some stuff since I've got the got it set up. It's easy to steal my prints now. So sweet. Yep. And then I'm trying to organize my, my hobby space. Got really disorganized right before uh, op snafu, and I am still. I'm trying to do oh. it right, organizing it this time, so not just throwing shit in boxes in the corners. Um, do you need a label maker? I just needed. I just needed more tubs. Yeah. I yeah. needed. I needed tubs so I can sort other tubs into those tubs. Uh, and it's it's getting there. It's almost ready to go. So I get that done. I'll be kicking off in some painting here. So, but yeah, keeping busy. Fun. Cool. Uh, Pat, you're up next. Well, let's see. So last episode, I had had my 3D printer, just my my boring FDM printer running. Uh, painted off a bunch of stuff for my Eighth uh, Army, which was the, I take I think for the vehicles there's actually like the seventh armored division mm-hmm. um so i got a couple a10s i got a couple of ipacs which is indian pattern armored car and oh what else did i print for that there's a third oh no then actually had i'd ordered uh from online someone had a resin humber mark ii that i ordered and so i painted those five up with a British desert theme in mind, which I hadn't done before, so that was kind of fun, uh, bouncing between some different tutorials and coming up with my own. Uh, I also gave a little reinforcements to my uh, DAC army, so the Germans. I got a Panzer III, the the ones with all the guns, the F, I believe it is, Mark F, Osp F, excuse me, they don't use marks. And then I did a Panzer II, so that's the armored car. That's the that's the tanked armored car slot that has the auto cannon on it. No, 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 no. That is the tank slot. Sorry. Now I'm thinking the the Skid Fuzz 250 slash nine, which is the armored car with also the auto cannon on it. A little motorcycle guy still waiting for his rider to be on there. Was that one, two, three? Yeah. So that was, and then started putting together some of my British Eighth Army guys and oh, and our. Uh, German art, medium artillery piece and crew. So those should be wrapping up sometime here just before I post this episode, I'm guessing. And started uh, clipping together some guys for the 8th Army and checking out some Maori painting tutorials for them. Yeah. So. Nice. Are you going to do special heads for them at all, or are you going to just do standard... Uh... Uh, no, the, the Maori don't have the special heads. You're thinking the Indian... No, they have Indian. special heads, but they no. don't have the ones on the sprue. They're not on the sprue. Nope, they use the regular 8th Army ones. At least oh. the painting tutorials I've found, they're using the regular... And all the pictures I've seen, is the regular uniform, just... Oh, okay. The, the skin color and the hair color is different, so... Don't they wear... They wear I was going to say, don't they wear hats? Well, they're New Zealand, but they have... Yeah, they still wear the same sun hat that everyone else wore. Oh, is that on the sprue? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were just helmets. Well, they're, well helmets, they're, and then they have the Punjabs and the... Uh, yeah, and that's the Punjabs. That's the Indian Army stuff. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. I but, yeah, I'll be, I'll, be making, I'll be making my 10-man Indian Army, too, so... <laughs> well, then why are you painting them out? Why are you painting the Maoris? Because you both? Ma- Maori are awesome. Well, I understand that, but... So you're going to... I don't understand. So you're making art. <laughs> I understand that, but I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand. Like, well, you, you can't bring a 10-man Indian Army with your Maori. Yes, you can. How do you do that? We'll get into that later in the episode, as a matter okay. of fact. Okay. All right. Oh, here we go. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I did not know you could do that. I'm curious now. All right. Uh, well, it, anything else? Uh, that's enough for, for a month. I mean, uh, my my, my uh, Windsor 7 is also... Um, 
kind of cooking a little bit too. So yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, airbrush has also been going. So yeah, that's pretty good. That um, I did. I did finally paint that Judge Dread figure I got. Nice. <laughs> um, this is like the the brightest colors I've used in years. Is the only thing I'll say about that. And I tried to. I also posted the FFF. I had the uh, Franz from the old Warhammer Empire Fantasy Battles. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a fine cast model that has been sitting in my basement for oh I don't know eight plus years. Whenever we stopped pay, playing Fantasy, mm-hmm. and I was bringing it in after I primed it in the garage and sneezed. Oh. And dropped it, and it did not uh, do well against the concrete. The concrete won. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And the fine cast doesn't like to glue back together. The horsey's hoovies are just not going back in. The sword bent, snapped in half, and I'm like, well, I haven't used this model forever, so I guess I really don't care that much. <laughs> but. Yeah. So I probably will not be able to com- complete the uh, the fantasy portion of my FFF. So. Well, that's. I guess it depends on how much time we have because I haven't gotten very far in my stuff yet either. Oh, okay. Well, well, I mean, speaking of you, yeah. Nice segue, well, Rick. Yeah, thanks. I'm a pro sometimes, <laughs> seldomly, <laughs> but sometimes. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I think the last time we, the last time we recorded, my wife was out of town. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure that was correct. Anyway. Two days after my wife got home from the cabin, she got COVID and proceeded to give everyone COVID. So for the last, like, month, COVID's been going through her house. It's been really fun. Um, so not a lot has gotten done here. I got uh, I got the models I'm going to paint out and haven't had the energy to go downstairs and prime them yet. So they're just sitting here staring at me, which is depressing. But um, And I was also trying to figure out which models are which because, unlike Dale, I was trying to fit all the categories for real. <laughs> hey, I did it for real. I know. Well, I know, but well, you used, the fun category is pretty wide open. Yeah, but the problem is it's okay. So I have a Luke Skywalker model that I'm going to paint, mm-hmm. and then I have a Hulk model that I'm going to paint because that mm-hmm. one was just like my kids love Hulk, so I figured I'd paint it. And okay. It's big and you know easy. It's airbrushy, and sure. then the third model was a Necron model, and I'm like that one doesn't look fun to paint, and that's like the only category probably fits. I was like, uh, well, no, Necron could be fiction. Yeah, sure. Then what's what's Luke Skywalker? It's fun. No, well, I, I, I Luke Skywalker is not fun at all. You don't have a fan. I, I, I fit better opinion. than you. It's, it's not yeah. even close. So. <laughs> 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 See, that's what I'm saying. As I was struggling with too, I was like, I don't know that these actually fit the categories. But... All right, well, maybe maybe we extend that. Maybe we extend that for another month because I don't think we had uh, a ton of uh, no. I think I don't think we're going to get it. Yeah, my some of my stuff I'd like to paint just arrived today, so. Oh, shit. Yeah, let's let's extend it another month then. Well, yeah. I, I'm, three I'm, models for crying out loud. Let's get. Let's yeah, clearly, we're not. I mean, we're participating, but it's not. We're not going to win a contest. Well, we're not then. eligible, no. But yeah, we can, no, yeah. we can play along at home, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. It's more totally. fun if we play along at home. Come on. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, someone's got to start this shit, and you guys did it. So. Mm-hmm. I just haven't gotten downstairs, and the problem, and the other problem is, is I'm going to prime them different ways too, which is kind of struggling with that too. Because sure. if I'm using like um, color shift paints on one of them, Hulk is going to get primed green. Because why would you not prime him green? That seems to make the most sense. And then Luke, all Luke. The biggest thing that's the biggest hurdle on the Luke is he's this the limited edition one. Um, oh yeah. So I'm a little bit apprehensive to paint him. 
you paint Screw. very well. Yeah, I know, but it's still it's still intimidating to be like I can't get another one of these. Um, but you or without can spending paint. Yeah, it's the shitty paint. It's that shitty plastic, though. I don't know. It can't strip it well, so I guess it's just paint thin. I guess that would be the thing. Let's see. Let's see how much he goes for. And probably should. Well, just look at just it. paint it right the first time. You won't have to worry about it. Yeah, you'll do fine. Yeah, sixty bucks. They're going for about sixty bucks right now. Okay, it's a, it's a bit absurd. What's well, a nice dinner out? Well, okay, that's a okay. Or or a bad or a bad dinner out. I don't know. I mean, best dinner out I've had in a long time was at the Legion on Thursday. It was great. Oh yeah, what'd you eat? Just a burger, but it was cheap and tasted yummy. Yeah, can't complain. Yeah, their food's pretty good there. Price is right. That's the best part. Yeah. What's wrong hey. with that? Yeah, I know. So I didn't get very far, but yeah, hopefully this next month I will. Uh, I'll get some stuff done. We won't be. Uh, we won't be battling who's who's down for the count for a couple of days. Yeah. Whose COVID is it anyway? Well, yeah, it's kind of right. a problem. We didn't. Yeah, it was fun. It was not fun for anyone. Although the kids were mild, like mostly unaffected. Yeah. Wife and I were both. I was the tail end. That was the problem, right? Wife mm-hmm. first, kids in the middle, and then I was the last one down. So it, was, uh, it wasn't my favorite experience for a And while. everyone was just done with that point. They're like, really, Dad? Come on. Yeah. No, it unfortunately, that, that was. Yeah. Well, the kids didn't. Yeah, the kids didn't care. It wife wasn't was, that bad, Dad. Quit, quit overselling it. <laughs> wife, was, wife was a little bit sympathetic to the fact that I was not feeling well. So it was fine. Anyway. <laughs> let's, uh, let's start covering some rules. Well, as we have been doing from That's time to time. That's what we do here, right? Yeah. Yes. I, I, I learn something sometimes. Occasionally, yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. let's talk about, which I always just, and, and I'll say for this next one, I was on the other side of the fence for a very long time, but now I think it's correct. The the way the rule is written, I, I think I've <laughs> yeah. come around to, but I don't like I don't. doesn't like mean it. I like the way it's yeah, written. It rather <clears throat> is written the other way, but anyway, keep going. So we're talking about indirect fire. That can be yep. done with uh, mortars, howitzers, and artillery. Mm-hmm. Artillery can do it too. Yeah, they. Have like, I mean, I guess. With, I mean, mostly they're howitzers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything that has the indirect fire rule. Right. Yeah. Some things. Yeah. Everything that has that. Yeah. I mean, how, howitzers technically are in the artillery selectors. So. Yeah. I, I, well, yeah. Correct. Because mortars are not. You're right. I'm just thinking about like. I'm just trying to think of an artillery piece that's not a howitzer that can have indirect fire. I'm not thinking of any off the top of my head. But yeah. um, there are some there are some tanks uh, well, that have howitzers on them. Uh, the Zis three can fire both ways. Do you, you just say a tank? Yeah, there's tanks that have uh, that have howitzers on them. Sure. But yeah, they they, they, yeah, they have indirect because they have a howitzer on them. The mm-hmm. Zis three can fire um, is an anti-tank weapon that can fire indirectly. Yes, I guess that is the yeah, probably one of the few. Yeah, Same personal. thing with the yeah. British 25-pounder. Mm-hmm. The light the light artillery piece, yeah. Which yeah. It's still artillery, so. So, yeah, cool. there's those things. Uh, they have a minimum range, which on some of the bigger howitzers gets pretty far out there. I think the heavy howitzer is, what, 36-inch minimum? For indirect, oof. For That's indirect. Heavy is, yeah. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> all the okay. mortars are all 12-inch minimums, but you get in the howitzers, and they, they get up there, they 12, 24, 36 real quick. Mm-hmm. But, of course, that other end is pretty big, too, because, you know, then they do the Yeah, you can shoot two tables over if you want yeah, to. Yeah, 72 inches, yeah. I think, is what the big one is. Yeah. I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, if I were running a howitzer, I would not want to, like, shoot it right in front of me. Probably not my favorite idea. Let me have this blow up several feet in front of my artillery piece. Yeah, I can't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, it seems like seems like a recipe for getting hurt. 
that seems like it was a stretch to put him in this platoon level game, but whatever. It, it they're fun. The heavies I mean, in particular is a pretty big stretch, but whatever. I, it's a game after all. Yeah, it's abstracted enough that I don't have a problem with it personally, just because otherwise, what would you do? Just not have them on the table? Artillery would, so servers. Be, yeah, yeah, they'd just be firing. You just have like, light guns on the table, and anything bigger than that, you'd have to take an observer for. And that sure, okay, that's strike. fair. But again, it, it's a game, so we're just having fun. Right, exactly. Okay. So uh, as long as they are. So they, most of them can always take a spotter. Yep. If they're inexperienced, they can't use that spotter. Yeah, there's been discussions about take this. It. Yeah, yeah, they definitely it can still take it. They can't them. utilize it. So if you're playing the forward deploy game, shenanigans. Yeah. It's it Might is be worth uh, 10 it points. is a valid choice. If, if yeah. you're using it, like if you have if if a sniper is something that's pretty vital to your strategy in, in your in your list. Maybe you want to make sure that you don't have to position him first, and that's mm-hmm. certainly right. a way you can do that. And yeah. You don't have access to like tank hunters or Soviet scout squads with ninety-two SMGs. They only got seven, but it might seem like it 92. feels like ninety-two. It feels it, like a lot. Yes. Fourteen shots is a lot of hurt. It can be. Yes, it is. It's not a, it's unless not. it's in Rick's hands. Then it's okay. Well, then I just roll like shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, just, then the ones and twos come out. <laughs> feel like feel like the feel like the scouts actually do me pretty well for the most part. How many, did, that list. how many did you run that last list? Four squads of seven. Okay. Yeah, and I debated moving, like playing around with another list, and I was like, I might bring five units of six just to get another squad. Um, but we'll see. I don't know. Four sevens is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty scary. And the only time that I was like, I'm not super excited about them was the playing against the Australian list. It's, I despise the Australians because <laughs> the, they their, have the their stupid army, ass their, army. They're their army in bolt action, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, not Australian okay. people. I like Australian people. Um, in general, I like Australians. I just don't like the army because they have stupid rules that break my army. Like, the rules probably don't matter in almost any other matchup except for that one when you're playing the heavy scout list for the Soviets because it's... Because right, you can't deploy they, uh, you within can't 18. Deploy against them, right? No, you can forward deploy, but you can't be within 18 inches of any of their forward deployers or something like that. I can't yeah. remember. Like, like Which basically a... means it's very difficult to forward deploy. Yeah. I mean, well, unlike what I your got... opponent told you is that you simply can't forward deploy your stuff. Well, like... no, he was. it was even worse than that. He tried to play a unit in front of my unit and be like, okay, now your unit has to move 18 inches away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? Like... No, that's not. Jeez. That's even not how this possible. works. Like, <laughs> that's not how any of this yeah, works. Yeah, I was like, and yeah, I had to, I had to ask. I'm like, I got to see your book. I cannot believe that that's the rule because that doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's like, just written differently in the Australian rule book. Well, well, no, there he was German, wasn't he? Right. He was, yeah, German. Yeah, he's like, oh, and, and fine, whatever. It, it was a new army to him. I understand, but still was like, uh, now you have now you have to move your stuff. Wait, what? Yeah, he's like, now you have to move your stuff 18 inches away from me. I'm like, no, no, there's no way that's possible. Yeah, that's that's not. I'm just not going to move my shit after I put it down. That doesn't make sense. We'll, we'll just we'll chalk that up to just a shocking misunderstanding of the rules. Yes. yes. Yeah, I just needed to maybe read them a couple more times to get a yeah. better grasp. Well, Like yeah, the lieutenant not getting his own <coughs> bonus or something like well, that. Well, and again, it probably didn't come up very much in any other game, mm-hmm. right? If you think about it, it's like most – it wasn't a lot of forward deployment. There weren't even a lot of snipers. Like there were very few like forward yeah, deploying forward units. Forward deployment really didn't feel like it's a thing. Right. Or was a thing. Yeah, it was not part of the meta. So, like, you know, it maybe didn't matter. Other than his army forward deployed too, um, it didn't didn't have an impact really. So, I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe it was the first time it really came up. I have no idea. I'm going to give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So so that was a, that was a tangent on the spotters. Yeah. Spotters are spotters. Uh, indirect fire cannot be done from ambush. Don't please don't. It just yeah, it doesn't no. work. Does doesn't make a lot of sense. Cannot. I, nah. Yeah, don't don't put your indirect fire weapons in ambush. Just don't. Well, I mean, but remember your howitzers can direct line of sight, right? They can shoot yeah, over sights and they can yeah, fire direct. Yeah. yeah, but you're not. But indirect, yeah. you can't. Right. Indirect meaning you're going over basically your intervening troops. Is right. You can't do that. Right. Not, not from ambush anyway. So and then there's then there's the whole raging in hot debate. Oh God, is, is it even a debate anymore? Uh, I think I think we've we've all come around to it. Uh, so I'm I'm going to read it verbatim out of the book, and then we can discuss. I don't know if Alessio is paid per word or not, but uh, when firing HE shells <clears throat> using yes. indirect fire, a six is required to hit, regardless of any modifiers. Period. Yeah. Okay. In the following turn, comma, if the shooter fires at the same target, if, comma, and if the shooter has not moved from their position, i.e. it receives a fire order, comma, and if the target unit has not moved from their position, parentheses, to count as moved, the entire unit must be at least two inches away from the area it was covering before, and parentheses, comma, a hit is scored on a five plus. Now, aside from being a run-on sentence. That's a hell of a run-on. Um, the first thing that so now when I first read this, I just assumed there was a typo and it was should have said in in following turn in the following turns. Mm-hmm. Then yes. that would mean any point therefore, as long as no one moved, go ahead and do it. Um, but if you actually understand, first of all, don't put stuff in parentheses that's vital to the actual structure of the sentence. Yeah, that's what? No, that doesn't make any sense. So the the I E actually translate to that is. So that means that is it receives a fire order. Yeah, that doesn't that don't abbreviate things either. That's horrible then. Well I mean yeah learn to use Latin better. Well right. well I mean there's there is there's the intent behind what the rule was meant to be versus what's actually written in the book. Right. And no, so he you... may have intended that it well, you know, in the subsequent turn if you fire again i.e., for example, or that is fire. I mean, so it's... He may have meant it to mean something as opposed to what it actually says. Something different as opposed to what it actually says. Right. Mm-hmm. And so if it was even... Um, if it executes a fire order, I mean, you can you can give it a fire order and then it fails its order test and goes down. Well, I gave it a fire order. Yeah, there's a lot of shit so, you can talk about. And, that, and then I broke down the sentence if you take out the parentheses... So in the following turn, if a shooter fires at the same target, and if the shooter has not moved from their position, and the target unit has not moved from their position, it hit a score on a 5+. plus. That's pretty clean. Yeah. Yeah, a lot cleaner. <laughs> so what the rule is actually saying is you need to have consecutive fire orders against that target in order to ranging in. Otherwise, you go back sure. to a 6 again. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that's fine. Yeah, I, I've I've come to the same conclusion, Pat. I think I was on the other side for a long time, but I, I was very much on the other side for a long yeah. time. I was but now very I'd... much on the other side too, but whatever. I I still am from a is standpoint that in of the FAQ now. No, no, it's not still. Yeah, it's an email going around or on a it Facebook says, or something. And if in the following turn. Yep, uh, there's no and if. This is just in the following turn, comma. So meaning the next turn, 
the shooter fires at the same target, does a fire order, then no one's moved, then they start ranging in. But if it doesn't you do continue, a fire... You start to or continue to range in. Yep. Does it say that it resets? Yeah, it does. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't have my book in front of me, but I was going to say, just from a standpoint of like... <laughs> well, I mean, you say, yes, it does. What, 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 what does it say about... It does not say that. What does it say? <laughs> All right. So, uh, this represents the shooter adjusting his aim by observing where the shots are falling. If the shooter continues to fire under the same conditions explained above, yeah. They hit a score as a four in the next turn, then a three, and then finally a two on all subsequent turns. However, if a hit is, right. go to the next page, scored in any turn, the shooter is zeroed <laughs> in on the target, and as long as it does not move, all further shots are taken at a two plus, even if the target unit is lost from view, obscured by moving vehicles, spotters killed, etc. So now, as to keep in mind here, subsequent turn at any, uh, so zeroed in on all further all further shots hit on 2 plus. So now if you've zeroed in and you fail in order to check and go down, you're still ranged in. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what does this say? How do you how do you how do you lose your ranging in? Yeah. So if you are ranging in and you fail to have fire orders in subsequent rounds, you need to start over from a 6 again. What does does it, it say that though? What does it how do, it does, does it say, say that? But yeah, that's, well, that's, how, that's how you read it. <laughs> well, what, how does it say you lose ranging in? It does not. It just tells you how you continue to range in. Yeah, okay. So, so the I'm... shooter continues to fire under the same conditions as explained above, <coughs> i.e., you are you the following it. turn, you are in the following turn if the shooter fires at the same target unit. You improve the ranging in. Yep, so it tells you how you're improving it. The, and if you're not improving it, the only way you lose it, the only way you lose ranging in, is if they move or you move after you're zeroed in. What's the very beginning <laughs> uh, of yeah, ranging in? Of... What's the very beginning of ranging in? Uh, it was so, the very. It was the very first thing that you read. The very first part of this the I, one sentence. In the following turn. Yes. If the shooter fires at the same target unit, uh-huh. and if the shooter has not moved from their position, okay, yeah, and so the target and the target unit has not moved from their position, then you can range it. You can yes. improve ranging it. Yeah, Pat, Pat, what page is this on again? So, effectively, uh, seventy-one. It, you never reset. You always have whatever you achieved when you were firing at the unit. So. Hmm. Even if it moves, you just can't improve it. Even if it moves? Yeah, it just says you can't improve it. You can't go to plus the next one, right? Okay, so... So if the shooter has not moved from their position... And the target has not moved, so to count as moved, the entire unit must be at least two inches away from the area that it was covering before. Right. Then it goes to a five plus, and then that would repeat down to a four plus, down to a three plus. So if they move, you're saying if they run across, if they move twenty four inches, and you are on a five plus before they move their new position, you're on a five plus. I don't think that's what that says. I don't think. It's, I don't think that's what so it's meant to say. Yeah. But it doesn't say how ranging in is reset. It only says that it, you are unable to 
improve it if they've moved or you've moved. Or have not moved, you mean? Depending upon whether you want to do a dub, double negative in the sentence or not. So, <laughs> Well, we're getting paid by the word here. Uh, Clearly had to fill Jesus. the page. So, so I, I'm... I understand. Is, is this one of those things that we like? We're, we're like, okay, so technically you can't issue uh, a run order and a, a, a assault, assault yeah. order if you're in terrain. I, I think this yeah. is one of these things we're uncovering here. Well, yeah. it's just not I mean, very well written. It's, well, I, I, again, it's a matter of we we always thought that it was you could continue to range in, right? As long as neither you or your opponent moved, right? Um, in spite of what may have happened in a, a in between turn, if you had to go down or whatever the case may be, you did a now rally saying, or went down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we're saying that's not the case because you haven't issued a fire or order in consecutive turns. So we're reading it very specifically, mm-hmm. but the rules specifically don't say how you lose ranging in. Other than, uh, what it does say specifically is that you're not able to improve your. You do not improve ranging in if you have moved or your target has moved um, a displaced with a final position of two inches greater. So, um, I, yeah. So if we're going to read it pedantically, and that's probably not the, the correct way to put it, not that we're being pedantic, but it doesn't talk about how you lose ranging in. So maybe you don't lose ranging in; you just don't improve it, even when they move. So, Oof. yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't I don't agree with it, but I also understand what you're saying because it doesn't it's it's very much not it, telling it, you is, all is that where things. you go. It doesn't not say that sort of thing. Well, well, no, it's the language is really imprecise is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's not saying if this unit moved, you go back to a six. It doesn't say anything like that. It doesn't say at any time, like, if you no, fail to fire in your following turn, you go back to a six. What it says is if you, f- if you fire in the next turn, which you may do, even if you go down and rally this turn, you might go, you might fire the next turn, which means you would try and improve your mortar. Like, it's still, it's... Uh, so, so, if, so if I've, so if I've, right if I've fired twice in a row, now I'm on a, I'm out, so I'm, I did a six yeah. plus, I went to a five plus. Yep. Now I'm coming up to a four plus, but I go down instead, and still neither's move. And then the following round, I'm still at the four plus. I mean, it doesn't d- say you go back to six. It doesn't yeah. say anything about going back. It doesn't, other wanna... than the email that we've seen. Right, and that doesn't even cover that part either. That's right. why. That's why I asked if it was in the FAQ, because you know, it's part of it is is missing if we're reading it, trying to read it specifically. Mm-hmm. Now that. Right. I mean, if if a specific reading of it makes a rule unworkable, then that's why we figure out what we want to do as a community or send it in FAQ. I mean, so we, I will tell we you, all feel I, it's obvious, but what we felt was obvious isn't always accurate. Isn't right. always accurate, right? And now there's an email that's going against what we feel is obvious. Well, well, how ob- how specific are we going to be about this? So, right. I will I will tell you this much, and we'll talk about it later. Um, this particular is covered in my tournament FAQ. Yeah. So there right. is a, a definite answer in that FAQ. Well, in your tournaments, what do we do? In our tournaments, you will, you have to reset. Okay. Easy enough. So, so if but you're if, spelling it out, so that's when all that you move or when your target moves far enough, 
or you don't issue a fire order consecutively, you reset back to six on the next yes. time that you fire. Okay. Yep. That's what I have put in my FAQ. Mm-hmm. It's reasonable. That's not exactly what it's saying here, as you're very pointing out. That's not exactly what it says here. I feel that might be the spirit of it, but rules is written versus the spirit of rule don't mean squat and uh, kangaroo court. So. Mm-hmm. The thing, the thing to me about a mortar, right, is it's a, a piece of equipment. It's on the ground, right? They're, you know, it's usually fixed to the ground somehow, right? And they're dialing in. So if somebody dives for cover, like they don't, like, did I mean? Okay, so the assumption is they always knock it when they go down, instead of I mean, just thinking about it from a standpoint of like, would it still work if they dove for cover, got back up and fired a mortar again? I think it would, but. Well, it depends how uh, also how how uh, excessive their rally order is, right? Yeah, I mean, are they partying and dancing around the thing or what? You know, I don't know. Well, the, their their captain or whoever is yelling at them, <laughs> making them making them do their shit. For, for me, I blowing a trumpet. I think, I think, um, I I like that it, it doesn't reset. Yeah, I, I like agree. that it doesn't reset. So. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm imagining that, you know, you get pretty good with your mortar as time goes by. And so, but, yeah, we'll have to see. Maybe we can get a clarification. I think your ruling is fine, and that's how we yeah. always played it. But having read it now, it never talks about how it goes back to a six. Except it's it's a six up when you choose a, a target for the first time. After that, it's like... If you're shooting at it, it's either a six or better, and that's we and it explicitly says how to get better. So, right, where it doesn't say about getting worse. I, I do also like to point out that you know after you've ranged in, it doesn't matter, right? If you if your subsequent turns or not. So after you ranged in, you're fine to go, which is totally contradicts to how much better it's getting. Because now, and okay, once I you're think, ranged in, does it say you lose being ranged in if they move? It doesn't, does it? Uh, so. The shooter zeroed in the target, and so long as do, as long as it does not move, all further shots hit on a two plus. So even as if long, the target then lost from view, or your spotter's killed, or whatever. So as long as what doesn't move, the target. The target doesn't move. And or the mortar, I believe. Or does that? It probably doesn't say that in there. It actually. doesn't say that. Of course it doesn't. Of course <laughs> it doesn't. We can move the mortar. And the target move. It doesn't say it has to be more than two inches it away. It says from nothing it about how much it moves. Other than what it said before about to count as moved. Sure. In the in the parentheses. Right. Yeah. <sighs> okay. okay. All right. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Have we made things more clear for anyone? I don't think no, so. No, I think... Uh, Probably not. I'm sorry uh, to say. No, but I mean, I think... We, we did this with assaulting of about a year and a half ago, too, so... Yeah. Well, but it got clarity. Someone actually made, it, think, made it, cl- it made it clearer in the long run. Yeah, I think reading it in totality, the fact that you do lose range, ranging in at 2-plus, if your target moves, um, I think you can read that and also assume that you lose your any ranging in if they move. So sure. they kind of tidies it up a little bit, that sentence there. So. They, yeah, but it's it, a different It's paragraph. all kind and of... It's, and it's yeah. related to a different condition, but it's still... But like, there's an explicit... Oh, no, it's, it's the same paragraph, sorry. And, oh. Yeah, and, and there's an explicit explanation as to how you lose a ranging in bonus. So. Yeah. I it, it needs to be better written out, right? It shouldn't be in a paragraph form. It should be like, how do you mm-hmm. lose targeting? How do you... All the different things, parts of it put together 
I hate I hate it when things tr- are written like a paragraph when they shouldn't be. I don't know. Like it's mm-hmm. not rule. Like right, what what version of the rules have you seen that are a paragraph? Like, I mean, maybe the Constitution, I guess. Yeah, there's no right? fighting about what's in that. <laughs> it's I, clear I, cut, said, right? I could feel the sarcasm dripping off of you. <laughs> um, <laughs> fair. Okay, so that's not a good thing. Like, right? I'm just thinking of like rules. When you see rules, you see like here's a bulleted list of things that you can and cannot do, and they're clear and concise. I feel like if you're exceeding the posted speed limit, you will get a ticket. It's, they don't write it that way. Of course, they don't. But um, there's probably some whereupons in there. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's there there are entire professions built around technical you know, writing. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and all and going through. It's, yeah, they're experts in all sorts of shit like that. As far as yeah. what what it's what it says versus what it, the intent is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's and it's it's the same here. So I mean, I'm I'm with you. I prefer you know step one, step two, step three. Here are the various conditions. Technical writing, exactly. Yeah. But you know, technical documents aren't always very much fun to read. <laughs> I I mean, to be fair, the Voltage Action Rulebook isn't very fun to read. I mean, no offense to the rules but they're sometimes not very fun and there's a lot of that was like like pat said there was a lot of words to explain something that you know is not as complicated as it really seems like it is yeah and you, the reader has to know what ie means right right why not just say what you mean instead of trying to put something in there especially yeah. when it's as critical as no you they have to get a fire order like oh do they have to get it or do they have to execute it this would all be solved by turning that turn into turns and it'd just be done like it would make perfect. It would be. We could yeah. argue it that way well, again. I, again, it, it 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 comes down to what what is the actual rule? How is it supposed to be played? And whether sure. or not the verbiage supports that. So yeah, I I've never been one to say that. You look at bolt action, be like, you know what's busted? Mortars. Mortars are busted. They're good. Like they have a purpose, but they've never been like, oh, these are so overpowered. We have to we have to nerf them somehow. Right. I don't know. Anyway, well, you're and, not, and you're that's, not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I like the FAQ that Pat has. I think it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think either way is fine, and it just provides clarity there yeah. where there is none. Like, there's clearly not clarity. <laughs> Oddly because enough, we've played years, and this was never really the what the the question that we always kind of de- not always but dealt with somewhat early on was: um, Does the unit have to move two inches, or does it have to be two inches away from where it started? Or yeah. does it have to end up two inches away from the footprint of where the entire unit started? Yeah, but they'll say area. So, so clear. footprint. That's footprint's very clear. a different right. way. Different way to say area. Because I think early on, a few sorry, of us, i.e., footprint. Yeah, a few of us may have been like, well, "I'm going to issue an assault order and run around in a circle and end right. up in exactly the same place I've moved, and you have right. to reset your range again." Right. Well, that's not exactly right. You're like vibrating like a honeybee, essentially. Right. right. Everyone, everyone does like the you know, the dosi dough and just shuffles around from where they yeah. were in the right. right. Every model moved two inches. Right. And then, yeah, and some of us then were running huge units of fifteen or twenty partisans, and then it's like, okay, I'm going to advance. I've moved six inches, so that's more than two inches. You have to reset it. And then it's like we looked at it again. Oh no! Wait, you have to be more than two inches away entirely from the area that footprint of the original units. Mm -hmm. Which is which is like again, that's how that's not easy to do. 
in some cases, right? To know where you were. Depending on the terrain features around yeah. you, yeah, that can be tough. It's, it's very it's tough. hard to really know, like, okay, that was two inches. Oh, oh, that was only an inch and a half. I'm going to get to fire at you again. Like, it seems, I mean. It's one of those areas that's really rife for just stupid argumentation in a competitive environment that's not good. Right. I mean, most of us are good sports about being like, yeah, that seems like it was two inches. I'm not, you know, like, I'll reset. That's fine. But, like, I could see people being like, ah, I don't know about that. That didn't seem like enough. Yep. <laughs> so, which is just, yeah. And then how do you how do you prove it? Wait till we get to that later. Oh, yeah. That's, there's some of that shit in here, too. Great. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's better, clearly, more clearly written. Well, and so, um, depending upon the environment, and we'll talk about that environment later on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it can be really tricky. Those large units, especially, for example, the Japanese ones that would always be in really long lines, yep. unless they were moving laterally or from side to side, um, you weren't getting out of, of, the, of the footprint. Right. So sure. it's it's got it. And, and it becomes really sure. difficult because they're all winding around each other. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, do you, you know, which which rules battles do you want to fight? kind of like uh, <laughs> yeah well and and that is a good example of like this this is a silly rule because right japanese armies will line up single file because of mortars and pie plates is yes. that right that's the reason yes. why they do it right yep. yes to yep. try and minimize well impacts. that um and then they can they can effectively rubber band across the board mm-hmm. so right. they just need that front to get there and then everyone from behind automatically moves right up in the in the <coughs> so right right yeah, yeah, that's that's silly. Well, I mean, it looks silly, but it's, well, it's, it's silly. It, it's silly that the rules that the rules are written in a way that that's the optimal choice. Sand people walk yes. in single file to hide right. their numbers. Like, Stormtroopers walk side by side. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure the bamboo spearmen of the Japanese army were all running in single file, going in one at a time. And no, absolutely no. I mean, they'd at least be lined up the other way, right? <laughs> yeah. Or the horizontal way instead of yeah, the vertical way, right? So I mean, yeah. it's, but in the end, it ends up being a function of competitive gaming, and so yeah. It, it, well, and again, that's again uh, part of it is is indirect fire, which is sad. Mm. Anyway, or at least more pie plates in general templates, not necessarily just indirect fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, I I really know how ranging it works now, so nice job, right? Pat. Yeah, yeah. As, right. as of current rules and FAQs are things that we've seen, right? No, so just, like, just my tournament pack FAQs got one. So. Well, no, I mean, there is there is something out there. I don't remember who wrote it. It was It's not in the FAQ yet, but it was definitely a Warlord employee. Mar- was it Marcus? It could have been. I don't know. Marcus, Marcus who sent an email you know. to somebody after saying, I got this from Alessio, and people, yeah. are, as I've seen that posted more than a couple of times. Yeah. That's, that's it, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't answer to what Dale is speaking to either. So Right. No, right. It does not have anything to do with that, but it does – it answers some things, but it's not yeah, it's not definitive or, or and or complete. Fun. Fun, fun. All right. In other words, forfeiture. Well, I'm using PG language, so I haven't – That's so unlike you. Well, I've, a lot, I've, I've been watching a lot of Ted Lasso lately, so I've been trying to, to clean up the language and, you know, drop oh, the F-bombs when it really matters. A fuster cluck. Yeah. Well, I mean, he only swears. I think he only swears like once in the first season, and, and it's like the most, the best line in the show. So, <laughs> Ted Lasso's awesome. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. Yep. Have not. Oh, dude. Get Apple TV for the three month trial and then watch the whole thing. 
Yes, it's I don't want another streaming service. Well, but if you just pay for the, if you just get the free trial, then cancel it. You there have three months. Yeah, well, you know that's true. You're not wrong, but yeah, it's, it's that's, that's how they get We you. miss you. Come back to us. That now show only five ninety nine. The, sh- the show is absolutely worth it. Yeah. I, uh, by far the best show I've seen. I'll give me your password then. Uh, unfortunately, it's like every password, right? Because it's your Apple password, so it's like all you could you could get into all my shit. You could I got Apple nothing, so find you could find my iPhone if I gave you my password. If you want it in your see, pocket, right? Well, yeah, but you can see where I was. That's what I mean. Yes, yeah, so yes, yeah, so <laughs> like, I know where I can, it is. I can like, find I your I can find your iPhone. It's in your pocket. Yeah, but you you, you, you know where my house is too. But right? Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. you'd probably find. Me. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's let's anyway watch Ted Lasso. <laughs> All right, so this is under rules. I'm wondering what this is, why it's under rules. But the Indian Army has multiple options, so let's talk about those options. It's I know good, one so, of them because it's better than the other. Well, okay, so they first it first got introduced in Duel in the Sun, so that's first edition. Yep. Um, and under the, ironically enough, it, it falls under a theater selector sure. uh, subheading, the Indian Army. Um, And it says, so this technically is the Indian Division Reinforced Platoon. Yep. Okay. So to field an Indian Division Reinforced Platoon, uh, select your forces as normal from the appropriate theater selectors from the Armies of Great Britain. In this case, they chose Operation Compass. In addition, you may trade all three British Army Special Rules for Unsuppressed Bravery and the Manpower of the Empire. Um, unsuppressed bravery is if they would die due to failed morale check, they roll again. Same thing that the uh, Soviets have. Soviets, post- yeah. Great yeah. Patriotic War. And yep. manpower of the Empire is to get a free 10-man regular infantry section armed with rifles. Uh, do other stuff, you have to pay for them. Yep. So, so in this context of this theater, is you have to choose a theater selector for them to use. Okay. Wait, so is, again, this, is this... You can't use this in a in, well. I guess the other one you can't either, but you can't use this in a regular reinfor- reinforced platoon like tournament setting. So it, it's saying to field an Indian Division reinforced platoon. So they're calling it the Indian Division reinforced platoon. Yep. Select your forces normal from an appropriate theater selector. Okay. Uh, so that's not a generic reinforced reinforced platoon. You know, funny how that term generic gets thrown around everywhere, but it it doesn't. Anywhere in the main rule book ever say that in reference to a reinforced platoon? Anywhere? <laughs> Fucking hell. It's all in these supplements that say this can be used for a generic reinforced platoon, but that term is nowhere. <laughs> generic and reinforced exist nowhere in the bolt action rule book next to each other. Oh, man. Generic's in there a lot. Reinforcement's in there a lot. But then together. But they're right? never together. <laughs> Oh, it's going to blast. We're just blasting the rule book tonight. I'm salty. <laughs> it wasn't our intention. I, I thought this was going to be a fun episode. This so. is no, fun. I mean, but, but, uh, it's fun, but yeah. But Okay, so what does that mean for this? I don't. Can you bring this in a, in a generic reinforced platoon tournament? This is the Indian Division reinforced no. platoon. Yeah, okay. Uh, That's a note. In the, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, okay. So ask your teal. Yeah, that's but probably this the isn't the one you want to take anyway. No, so. for fuck, no, no. The other one's a better one. Yeah. Is there anything special about this one other than that you can trade all your rules for some other rules? <laughs> That's really it. Okay. So so do you even have to pick Indian dudes for this? Like, do you have to pick... Uh, uh, well... I don't know what they're called. They're just, just... You just pick Brits, and they're just... You just replace them with Indian dudes, because that's how the British Army worked anyway. Right. Essentially. Um, 
Okay. Yeah, so to represent the vast manpower available within the Indian subcontinent, the Indian force gets a free 10-man regular infantry squad armed with rifles. So Super paint good. them correctly if you feel like it. Yeah, which you should. Which you should, that's right. Which you should, yeah. Yeah, playing around with these guys, it's like they're... I don't know, it's an interesting interesting way of working. I don't know, I guess I didn't... I didn't pay enough attention to history class because it was like, okay, I'm trying to figure out who my lieutenant is. Oh, it's some white dude. Like These poor dudes are getting told what to do by some white dude. I mean, some other British guy, I mean, if you want to call it that. but Some other dude? Well, just like, right, like a British, someone from the British, you know, from the from England came and was like, all right, you're, I'm in charge of you guys now. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like the, you know, like, the Indians didn't even have their own leadership. They just were told what to do by some guy from England. But there's a billion of us. Yeah, but do you have a flag? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I forget who that comedian is, but that guy's pretty funny. Oh, oh, I used to know, too. Right, I don't but, even remember. But do you have a flag? Well, 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 well no. Well, sorry, then. <laughs> like, that's the whole excuse and the reason why it works. Like, mm, okay, sure. Sure, I guess it works. Uh, anyway, let's talk about the second one, because that's the good one. This is the one you're going to take, if you can bring a theater selector. Right? Uh, yes. Yes, kind of. Yes, the answer is yes. Get, the answer is always yes. Open for this one too. So give me just a second. To yeah. This is the one that I was playing around with because this has got all the fun rules. So I want to hit the theater. I want to hit the FAQ wording first. Sure. Because we're doing great with words so far. Well, it's words, not our words, words with friends. Problem. Yes. We are. We are in fact having words with friends. I mean, I want to have words with some friends. But well, that too. Like, do better. Like, make this less complicated. We don't need to have a podcast episode where half an hour we're talking about the wording of fucking indirect fire. Okay. But apparently so, we actually do. <laughs> apparently it needs to exist until they fix it. So in Western Desert, on page 102, there is the Commonwealth armies in bolt action, I'm sure everyone is aware of. Yep. They've got Australian, South African, New Zealand, and Indian nationals. So you know, these are these are the four that they have in here. Yep. Uh, so in the Western Desert book, there are new national characteristics for the British Commonwealth armies. Do these replace all the traits from the Army's Great Britain book, or replace only the national characteristics from the AB? So the answer in the FAQ: When building a force from the Western De- Western Desert book. Yep. A building a force. What does that mean? Does that mean the theater selector? Does I, that mean I'm doing a platoon and taking units from the Western Desert? What is what is building a force from the Western Desert? I mean, it's very generic. Uh, British and Commonwealth get the basic traits from Army Great Britain, i.e. free artillery observer and the barragery role, and then whatever national characteristic they selected for their appropriate one, and of course the Indian National. The Indian Nationals have the unsuppressed bravery we talked about, and the man, the manpower of the empire we also talked about oh they get the unsuppressed bravery one still too in this case yes and the free dudes and the observer oh my gosh it's so good yeah uh yeah when building a force from the western desert book what does that freaking mean does it mean if i have a if i'm making a german list like if i can i bring a (laughs) that's a bad rick no (laughs) 
Just so like, in and on page 102, yeah. the armies of the Commonwealth uh, comprised of forces drawn from all over the British Empire. Although fighting under a single command structure, they nevertheless each had their own strengths and characteristics. If you decide to take a reinforced platoon from an Australian, New Zealand, South Africa, or Indian brigade, then you may either take one of the national characteristics from page 18 of the Army of Great Britain, or you can take the following national characteristics instead. So here in the Western Desert, it's saying if you decide to take a reinforced platoon from, okay, we'll say we'll go ahead and say Indian yep. Brigade, which yep. isn't the same as the Indian National that they have listed down there, but that's fine. It's also not a division that was listed in Duel in the Sun, so it's different. Now it's a brigade. I mean, it changed over time? I don't know, man. Just words. They're just words. <laughs> words don't mean anything, you guys. It doesn't, this doesn't when, when matter. Building a force from the Western Desert book. Okay. Yep. What, 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 yeah, what, very clear. Building a force. Does that mean I can only take the units there in the Western Desert book? What does that mean? Yeah. I guess. I mean, I yeah, that's a good question, actually. <sighs> yeah. Oh, for crying out loud. So. Why does this have to be complicated? It shouldn't be that complicated. Maybe, so, we're, maybe we're making it more complicated than we have to. That's what we do. Yeah, we're reading all the words. That's the problem. Yeah, you're, you're supposed to skip. You're only supposed to read enough to get your answer, and then close the book and not read the following sentence. <laughs> the, He's not wrong. You stop at the IE. Don't read after <laughs> IEs. They don't mean anything. Done. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Well, f- my understanding is, is I get a free ten man squad and a free, uh, free uh, artillery observer, in addition to apparently getting to reroll. Destroyed tests. You get the unsurpassed bravery, yeah. If, yeah. You're, if you're producing a, an Indian and national characteristic, you're, if you're making the Indian brigade, right? The, I was I was playing around with the Maori list in there too because the Maori in there are pretty badass because it's like one point a model they get tough as boots up and at them and blood curdling charge, right? They get three special rules for one point a model. Uh, yes, I think that's the one that they get. That's a badass list too. So, and then uh, just to, just to follow up what I mentioned at the top of the episode, when we we're talking about the the Maori is that um, the Maori infantry. This is again from Duel in the Sun. Their selectors, the Maori infantry section, is an infantry squad for the purposes of generic reinforced platoon. Uh, platoon uh, generic reinforced platoon selector. Not that that's a thing in the Bolt Action <laughs> Rule Book. It is also an infantry squad for any theater selector in the Armies of Great Britain book. Armies of Great Britain book set in North Africa after May 1941. <laughs> Dear Lord. Because <laughs> ah, theater selectors are very yeah. clear about where they are and when they get are. Get your flowchart out if you want to get that one down. Right. Well, it'd be, it'd be easy if like every theater selector said North Africa 1942. Right? Just on the theater. A lot they, of them they, do, but not all yeah, of them. They're not clear enough. That's not a very... It's not consistent. Okay, well, anyway, this is how you get Maori paragurkas, and you should never do that, so don't. This special, that special rule for the Maori in the Western Desert book, this is how people are convincing themselves that that's okay. Well, and so, so, so Maori are New Zealanders. Right. That, that's the, a race, for lack right. of a better term. They, they, it is a race of people, right. yes. Yep. Uh, Gurkhas are from Nepal. Which are another race of people. Right. Yeah. So... Put them together. Sm- yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't smash them together. Doesn't work. Right. Um, you're not supposed to be able to do it, but rules as written says you can ish. 
I guess. Like and, that's, just... and that's and that's when To just says, "Fine, you find me the appropriate model." Yeah, you better be WYSIWYG. Good luck yep. with that. Yeah, I don't know how you make that WYSIWYG, but uh, yes, don't do that. Never do that. It's not necessary. D- either one are pretty good on their own. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I just yeah. That's but that combination is brutal. Having all those special rules on top of having the Gurkha rules is the the paratrooper absurd. one, right? Yeah, par- yeah. Par- well, I, so okay. be stubborn on top of it. Most people that I see that I've, that I've seen lists with these in them are always running the paragurkas yep. because why would you not get that extra bump if you're already going to spend whatever that's like twenty points a model or whatever that is? Mm. No, it's, it's a uh, ton. 15. with the plus one from yeah. the Maori. So four, fourteen, stubborn fifteen, sixteen. Okay, for six, even for sixty points, it's still pretty expensive, but. No SMGs. Don't bring. Yeah, I don't need. They're tough fighter already, aren't they? No, they're not. Are they? They they start with tough tough fighter. Not that they uh, really need it. Gurkhas, yes, they are tough fighters. Gurkhas, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and so you don't really fighters. need the SMGs anyway. Um. Okay. Six. Yeah. All right. Sixteen points a model. Seems silly. Yep. Seems silly. Low. I uh, don't. Uh, FYI, don't try to bring that to any tournament I'm running. It's not going to fly. You shouldn't do it anyway. anyway. No, you shouldn't. No. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, all right. Uh, I feel like what fun we've had with all of that stuff. I don't. Do we, I don't got anything more. Do we have, do we have a soundboard effect for a cat hacking up a hairball? That's my feelings on this. I mean, the cat just coughed. <sighs> yeah. Needed something more dramatic. <laughs> yeah. I'm just. I can try it next time. I'll try and record my my dog has this big gag reflex. That's about the same. <laughs> sure, let's get on that. I'll bring you over the good recorder, and you can just sit there and record your dog hacking. And shit <laughs> we'll, get some, we'll get some sound bites in there. Hey, you, yeah. you know a really good tangent here? Uh, when they were making the newest Halo game and they needed noises for the, some of the aliens, they just stuck a microphone in front of a pug. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking about that. It's, it's hilarious, actually. Just breathing noises? Yeah, breathing, like snorting, going. eating. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, because pugs are pugs are cute, but they're, they're also, also like kind little of aliens. Yeah, yeah, they are. They look like aliens, in fact. A little bit. Yeah. Fun. Oh lord. Adorable aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I say we get through one more topic and then take a short break. That's an excellent idea. All right. Uh, so this one, we, we 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 someone pointed this out. We forgot something last episode when we were talking about uh, Western Desert. Uh, who wants to confess? Well, I'll, I'll take responsibility for it because I'm supposed to do the history stuff, but. It wasn't the original topic. We just, so the original topic was uh, basically how to expand, expand expanding from yeah. that. And so, yeah. so that's why we yeah. ignored it or something like that. Well, and the, just and kind of forgot it. The issue was that there weren't really much in the way of new rules, right, for this faction in there. And so, no, not new models, no new rules. Then, so, so we haven't even said what it is yet. <laughs> We have. We're gonna still. Are we just gonna not tell them what it is, and they can guess, and then we forgot Maybe about it not even be yet. Oh yeah. uh, no, it's the French guys. We forgot about the French in the Western Desert book. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. Again, <laughs> it was. It was. It was important to someone to point it out to us. So we apologize for forgetting them. Uh, do we want to quickly talk about their theaters? Is there anything important in those theaters? Well, they start with the Vichy. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, that's why people want them, right? So they can play, play the other side. Yeah, so you can play the Vichy French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, defensive Vichy. So this is uh, <clears throat> used them in Madagascar, and also um, they resisted the Allies landing in North Africa. Okay. Uh, 
Battle of Dakar. Mm-hmm. Um, see, that's, that was mostly the Vichy stuff. For historical purposes, Jeff, this is basically French people that were were on the German side. They were resisting uh, so allies, very, essentially. Yeah, very loosely. These are this is the part of France that was still France after Germany invaded and took over the northern half of it. Oh, so the okay. southern half is Vichy France, and uh, to a degree, they're. I mean, I don't want to call them collaborators, but they're kind of between a rock and a hard place. It's like either fight with the German fight for the Germans or they just you know take the rest of your country or we'll mow you over right so sure. you don't really have a whole hell of a lot of choice in the matter it seems um, like Germany did that a lot they, well they did a lot of choices yeah. right Romania um, yeah, right. and some of them some of the Vichy French were more into it than others you know I mean like they it's <laughs> <laughs> a nice way of saying it well I mean so like they <laughs> they repel a they repel a free French slash British supported maneuver against Dakar early in the war right and some units, when Operation Torch happens and the Americans land, they're fighting Vichy French is who they're landing against. And some of the Vichy French units resist pretty, you know, fiercely. And some of them are kind of like, uh, you know, they want get me off this train. It sucks. Um, sure. So it's a little everything. But about the time, I mean, Vichy starts to fall apart for them. I want to say, what is it, like late 43? About the time it becomes clear that Germany is probably not going to win this war. Um, sure. You know, and I don't, there, there's not a whole lot other than <laughs> some of the leaders. There's really not a whole lot of French, particularly after they will tell you they're excited about being Vichy France. Um, it's one of those things that they might have worked in the Vichy government, but by the time the war is ending, they were actually, you know, a secret collaborator and resistance fighter. So, Got it. Okay. <clears throat> but Vichy France absolutely exists. They absolutely do fight on the Axis side for a couple years there. Um, and, 40 to 42, it looks like. Yeah. Yes, I mean, but it's also one of those things they had to fight because they didn't have a choice. Sure. Okay. Right? I mean, it's it's wear the uniform, get a couple meals a day, maybe not three square a day, or, you know, go sit in a prison camp, you know. It's kind of, I can understand yeah. why they'd want to fight. Seems like a hard pass on sitting in a prison. Yeah, camp. you don't want to be in a German prison camp. <laughs> seems seems like not a good place. No. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Well, so there you go. So there's the French. Right. Is there more? Uh, so they they actually have their own uh, reinforced platoon. Ooh, yeah, the Vichy. So this 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 is actually oh it sure, yeah. it, it doesn't say generic. <laughs> God, okay, anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah, keep going. So free French uh, defensive Vichy must be comprised of one or more reinforced platoons picked from the following theater selector. Each reinforced platoon is made up as follows: the defense of Vichy reinforced platoon has a first or second lieutenant. Two infantry sections, this is compulsory, regular, or inexperienced, plus the standard headquarters, uh, which is captain or major, medic, forward observer, air artillery. Mm-hmm. They can go to zero four infantry selectors between regular and experienced, foreign legion, uh, Senegalese. Is uh, this still in the Vichy list? Yeah, I was going to say, yes. is this Vichy? I mean, this is Vichy. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I guess it should be for that, for that section. Uh, Tillerarylers? I'm butchering crap Tiller, out of that. Tillerarylers. It's, it's, it's French and it's not an easy word to say. I'm probably not that's, right. Yeah, either. you practice, practice it at some there. Uh, Moroccan Gourmier. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's another Calvary. one I'm not very good at. But <laughs> I, I'm happy I got Moroccan. Yeah, well, you nailed that word. <laughs> good job, Pat. <laughs> and cavalry sections. So that, one, a, that, that one's right, for sure. You. you got that one right, yeah. So they, they got a pretty good... So again, it's a zero four. 4 mm-hmm. So you can get... This is technically a theater... 
Uh, zero one machine gun, zero one mortar, lighter medium, and a sniper. Mm-hmm. Uh, artillery, they got uh, zero one from anti tank gun, light anti tank gun. They can do a light artillery. They can do an anti aircraft gun. They got the twenty five millimeter Hotchkiss. Light auto cannon. Okay. Yeah, they're light. Tank yeah, it's anti-aircraft gun, so it's light auto cannon. Yep. yep. We'll do it. Uh, they got armored cars. Uh, they've got the AMC, uh, which is a half track, I believe. They got the Lafley, um, the AMD Lafley, both the ADAM and the 50AM, and the AMD Panhard, mm-hmm. both 165, 175. I think that's the same model. Yeah. I think so, so not decent for. You know, early war French. Yeah, it's its own. St- yeah, early war. It's not bad. It's its own style of playing too. You have to. Um, uh, for tanks and tank destroyers, they've got the Renault FT, the Char <laughs> D1, <laughs> Renault. Sorry, Renault. But the point is, those are neither one of those is a great tank. Okay. Right. Uh, what about the R35 or the R39? Uh yeah. I mean, I wouldn't get in one. I wouldn't fit in one. Um, but I wouldn't get one if, unless you paid me. But, I mean, it's probably the best they have available in that theater selector. Okay. Uh, Hotchkiss H35 and H38 and H39. Meh. Whatever. You're taking the Samoa S35. If you can take an S35, you're taking an S35. Yeah. Or if you want to go light, they should have an anti-tank on the back of a truck option somewhere. Uh, those are all the options that they have. Oh, really? Tank, wow. Tanks to tank Oof, they don't even have the tank gun on a truck. Ouch. Yeah, then you take the S35. And I think flag on the play there's some debate whether s35s are really available to the vichy french at all the germans confiscated pretty much all of them i think there might have been a company that was in the dakar area but i don't know that it was actually operational well germans have a tendency to take anything that's useful yes and spoiler alert at normandy you'll see all of these old french tanks in german service in various states of disrepair (laughs) but awesome anyway yeah so that, that's uh, that's what they have in their army book anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in Western Desert, there's one, which is, I'm sure, what their individual is talking about. Uh, they've got the Free French Forces in the Western Desert. Yeah. They've got their own entry. They are, I guess, in a sense, considered their own army since they have army special rules. Mm-hmm. They've got Fighting French. Uh, all units re-roll unsuccessful morale checks. The second one result stands. So, again, that's, you know, being destroyed. Yep. Uh, they have Colonial Veterans. No inexperienced troops of any kind can be used. That'd, that'd be Colonial, but yeah. Sure, there's not an R in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've got their forward artillery doctrine still. Yep. So that's the, the free gun. Yep. Uh, they got some officer thing. Once per game, um, as soon as an officer has been removed as a casualty, the NCO nearest the infantry within 12 inches of the officer becomes, he takes over command. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. He gains the benefit of becoming a second lieutenant. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, it's hard to lose your officer. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, and then desert fighters, which only applies if you're playing Western desert scenarios. Mm-hmm. So, and then they've got the Free French Forces, Free French Reinforced Platoon. That's a lot of fur. It's a lot of Fs. Laughing <laughs> that. Wow. Uh, so, Lieutenant First or Second. Uh, they can, two infantry squads, any mix of infantry squads from the below list. Thanks for saying that three times and not listing them on this page. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, HQ, they've got Captain Major, the Medic. 
uh, no air observer, additional 03 infantry squads. Again, they're saying any mix of the squads listed below. Can't wait to turn the page. <laughs> zero 01 machine gun team, zero 01 mortar, zero 01 anti tank rifle, and a marksman. Yeah, that'll be a single sniper. Yep. Nice. Uh, okay. Artillery, they've got zero 01 of. Uh, 25-pound AT gun, 2-pound French 47 gun, and a 6-pounder. Um, they do have 0-2 armored cars. Yep. Uh, and this is taken from the Dodge Tanic? Tana- should be a Tanaka? Is there an A at the Tanaka? end? Tanaka? Yes. Well, there's an E at the end. Tanaka? I'm not sure how you say that then. Sure. Uh, Recce Carrier. Cannon Deporte. Um, diverse Porte, <laughs> 25mm carrier, and anti-aircraft truck. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, they got no armored cars, but they have transport and tows. They're, sorry, they have no tanks. No. They got two armored cars, but no tanks. Yeah, no tanks in that one. So, uh, where were these? Okay, so here's, and now we've got unit entries. Oh, that's terrific. So they got an entry for headquarters, which looks the same as it does anywhere. Thanks for reprinting. Uh, nice that they have an entry for the Ford Observer Artillery, but does not have an allotment in the previous page for them. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Um, then they've got the Foreign Legion Veteran Infantry. So these are these are become their infantry selectors. Yep. Um, so they're stubborn, which is kind of nice. Yep. Um, otherwise, they're fairly just veteran vanilla that you'd expect. Uh, they got the Senegalese. Yep. With the Demarche section. Mm-hmm. I might even be close on that one. Pretty Yeah, I think you nailed it. They're tough fighters. Yep. So, regulars. Uh, they've got the North African Infantry section. I think I got that one nailed down. <laughs> so, these guys are mountaineers. They treat all rough ground as open ground. Players should discuss and agree before which game is terrain, which terrain. Well, we know you should do that anyway. But that's that's pretty slick. That's pretty good. They're regular, and they're paying a point of man for that. Yep. They go 5 to 11, it looks like. Uh, they also got a regular infantry section. Nailed that. Those are just what they are. Good job, Pat. Thank you. Uh, they got a Sapper's Minor Squad. You're not going to take this. Oh, you only take this for flavor. Yeah. <laughs> And then the marksman we talked about. So this is the 40-point regular, 50-point veteran. Same marksman entry we've seen a lot before. So they've got the sniper special rule, and they don't have the team, so they're not suffering a minus one for not having their buddy with them. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, they also got light mortars, machine guns, mortars, and a boy's anti-tank rifle. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Well, you know, in, West, in the desert, that anti-tank rifle isn't half bad. On the bolt action table, where you're generally not seeing medium, you're not seeing nine plus. Yep, it's it's not a slouch either. This is this is a fairly fun list actually. I like the mix of armored cars they get. Um, hmm. They're not. I wouldn't necessarily call them like super competitive, but they're super fun. So the Dodge Tanaki. Yeah, yeah, low velocity blade anti tank gun. Yep. I have one of these models because it looks cool as shit. <laughs> it is a cool looking model. 115 points regular, 7 plus open tops, recce. Uh, velocity gun, coaxial MMG. 
Uh, and, and a pintle, pintle LMG. Mount, yeah. pintle LMG, so that's not so bad. Oh, so I mean, for since you're open top anyway, what's what's the harm? Right, like, if you're open top, get a pintle. <laughs> yep, sure, yeah, might as well. It would be nicer uh, if that AT gun was you know a little bit better, but low velocity still. Because yeah, Plus low velocity. Yeah. What is is that at it over half range? It's really bad though, isn't it? No, it's just it's plus it's no, plus you, three instead of plus four. Yeah, you're thinking God, squeeze oh, bore. I'm thinking squeeze bore. Yeah. yeah, those are awful. Squeeze bore is just great at close and awful anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then they got the cannon deporte entry here, sixty-five points regular to soft skin with the rear facing light howitzer. Yep. Uh, you can upgrade AT shells to AT shells for plus five. Give a plus four pen value. Absolutely, do that. Yep, seventy points for a regular truck gun. It's pretty good. Yep. Well, anytime you get something that's versatile, you are in business. Yeah. Uh, then they've got another soft skin, which is sixty-five points. Oh, that's the other uh, diverse light anti-tank porte. Nice. I don't remember seeing that one listed before. But that's fine. Yeah, but that puts on a three-sixty platform, which is really nice. Yep, light anti-tank gun. Yep. Uh, and then they got some anti-aircraft guns. Auto cannon uh, HMG trucks. Oh, excuse me, it's not an auto cannon. I'm sorry, that's an HMG. Yeah. Yep. Dual mounted AA HMG. Upgrade to a quad for 40 points. Yep. Qu- quad HMG. Yeah. Still pretty bad. So 100 points. So 100 points for four, four HMGs. For 12, like 12, 12 shots. shots. 12 plus one pen. Yep. I mean, you'll chew up that infantry with it. Yeah, you will tear apart infantry with that. Yeah. Keep in mind that. Uh, the long range for pen value only applies when you're hitting armored targets. Uh, veteran infantry are not armored targets. Wait, what now? So for HMGs? Always, uh, so HMG is a, is a plus one. Yep. Okay. Um, and when firing at armored targets, if it's over half range, they take a minus one to their pen value. The HMG all, does. All heavy weapons do. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, Pat, how does that work when I'm shooting Russian uh, body armor guys? Are they armored? Those are not armored targets. Yeah. <laughs> they are yeah. not seven plus to be an armored target. You have to be seven plus. So that, that was the next thing I was going to go with. It's also going to chew up uh, Soviets in body armor. Wait, yeah. Are you saying that you you lose the minus one pin only when firing at armored targets, right? At at seven plus targets, it does specify okay. that. Uh, okay, that's what I thought. All right. Yep. Actually, I believe it actually says armored vehicles. <laughs> it does. doesn't contemplate anything else being armored. <laughs> I mean, that that one Russian dude's a truck, so... He's wearing the entire unit's armor on him. Like, <laughs> yes. Man. I was just saying he was muscular, but... <laughs> so the, they're, so they, got the, they got access to the Brent carrier, which is nice. The three-ton truck is nice. But the 15 CWT, this is really nice. So this is an eight-man, and you can take it in experience for, like, 25 points. That's pretty nice. cheap order dice. Pretty, Roll eight guys cheap. around, pretty good at that. The 30 CWT can go up to 10 guys and can also put an MMG on it. So, and that's 50 points at the MMG. One of my personal favorites. I've got at least two of these models. I run them all the time. They're fun. Yeah. Hey, it's got the quad tractor. That very important piece of quad, kit. Man. Yeah, yeah. Germans wish they had quad yeah, tractor. Yeah, they do. They just got, got the Lorraine Schlepp, whatever that thing's called. Uh, yeah, to tow their 88 for what? 46 points or something no, like you that. No, don't, you don't need to do that anymore, right? No. Super well, you don't, have to get it, you don't have to have it to get it on the board. If you want it <laughs> further than six inches in the board, yes. I mean, it is the Brute Squad. It doesn't need to get any closer, right? And shoot the whole board. There is that. I didn't realize you yeah. could get bread carriers in this list. That's really good, actually. Is this still a French list? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so, Free French. 
Free French, not Vichy French. Free French. Oh, sure, yeah. Are okay. for the first half of the war supplied with British equipment, and then Makes sense. after okay. the basically yeah, after the desert section and Italy. Well, the guys in Italy are going to get British stuff for most of the rest of the war. Sure. Uh, any Free French that are in Britain waiting uh, to go in for Normandy and the invasion of Europe proper are equipped and trained by the Americans. Sure. So. By the end of the war, as everybody's pushing into Germany, you'll see a real hodgepodge of equipment out there. Guys, I mean, as long as as long as it works. Well, you know, to a degree, yeah. They'll have their old French kit, and they'll have some British kit, and they'll have some American kit. So you know, fun fun modeling opportunities. Right, for sure. Which means the uh, the French have a wide variety of uh, models available to them. Yeah. Do any of these still get the uh, uh, Allied support stuff? What do you mean by that? Do they get the ally support rule? Uh, no, I don't think no. They lose all their they lose all their normal rules. Okay. I don't. Uh, I don't the, think the French, French did never yeah. have the allied support. Oh, rule. the French never had the. Okay, no. sorry. No. I'm sorry. They've got the. They they've got their artillery doctrine. No. They got their own. That's right. They can take their own artillery. They just they, they don't have the. Uh, they can take a free one. Right. Right. I, which is the same. Oh no, I guess it's not the same as. Uh, no. And this yeah. free French doesn't have that dreaded do not communication, communication breakdown. Breakdown. Yeah. Because that's cool. Thank God. Yeah, it's such a bad rule seems to always benefit whenever we played Jeff it always benefited you for some reason <laughs> like it's like oh I don't really want to go right now we're going to just wait on that oh that's Thanks. that's my secret my secret I never want to go right right she's like I'll let you do all your stuff yeah no, don't throw me in the briar patch don't let me put that dice back oh no yeah right so sounds awful okay alright I say we take a short break you'll come back talk turny stuff you'll have you'll have a some announcement Yes, and we'll, and we'll talk about some other stuff, and we'll probably even get a, maybe a little—I don't know if "salty" is the right word. Mm, salty again, Contro- controversial conversation. Well, let's go wash the first coat of salt off us before we come back. Well, well sure, I'll take a shower. Minnesota, sure. we're constantly coated coated in salt it's, all winter. It's winter, yeah, yeah it's winter. Yeah. Our, our, we're, our bodies are literally rusting right now. Yes, yeah, I'm um, oxidizing as we speak. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll be back in five minutes. Hope you enjoy the music. Save a chair and sit down and get you Gonna hear some news of the military nature Relax while I give you the latest report Sport There never was a finer sight When all our boys were fixed to fight On D-Day, 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 D-Day We hope they'll soon be coming back For now they're on a solid track Since D-Day, 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 D-Day Take more than a weekend, so let's be patient and calm. Cut out that public speaking, or we'll be the victim of false alarm. We got to help with any two, so buy those bars and do mean you for D-Day, 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 D-Day.
more than a weekend so let's be patient and calm cut out that public speaking or we'll be the victim of false alarm we got to help with any two so buy those bonds and do doing you for d-day 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 Welcome back. Hope you like waltzing Matilda. It wasn't that this time. I'm, oh, uh, you know what, Pat? Every song from World War II sounds like waltzing Matilda to me. Because wow. it's just that good of a song. <laughs> Best song ever. <laughs> well, in fairness, we did talk about Australians at some point, so it could, I guess it could be legit. Could be. Yeah. Probably should be something French just to... Make well, it. I don't dive that deep anymore. I know. We're 80 <laughs> episodes yeah. in. We're recycling everything at this point. Including content. Including content. This is a new topic, though. This is a new thing, Pat. Why don't you talk about this? What is? Uh, what are you working on? So I mentioned a couple previous episodes that I was uh, trying to put together a competitive event uh, local here because we don't have a GT, which is a grand tournament. If anyone doesn't know what that really means, it basically means there's at least five games over two days. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I, I was going to try and piggyback with the Renegade Open guys. Um, but they insisted on using both rooms, so I took the I took uh, the weekend they thought they have that they thought they had they didn't have, and I snuck in twenty minutes before Jamie and scooped the weekend after uh-huh. it. So they had to move forward <laughs> two weeks from what they oh, expected. Wow, whoops! Uh, you know, if he'd asked me, I would have given up the room and just taken the other one, but he didn't. So um, April twenty ninth and thirtieth. Um, we'll be at Game Center, and we'll be running Operation Sledgehammer, which will, in fact, be the bolt-action Minnesota State Championship. Sweet. Sweet. Cool. I'm so sorry. That title, that title say, hasn't been taken yet. Did you say Game Center or Game Zenter? Zenter, yes. <laughs> game Center with a Z. This <laughs> is the worst name. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. I told my wife about that. She bought had an aneurysm. Well, it can't be called Fantasy Fight Games anymore because it's owned by someone else now. But Right. Right. I mean, so it's a good venue. Yeah, it's a great they, venue. Um, you know, they have food on site. They have beer on site. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no one has to go anywhere, you know. Um, they've got a nice facility, nice room. Mm-hmm. Their tables are awesome because they are uh, 8 foot by 6 foot. They're so correctly that, dimensioned, yeah. So that gives you space to set your army down. Mm-hmm. Um, the room, you know, I could push it and get 36 in there, but we're doing 24. I might go as high as 30 depending on how popular it becomes. So there'll be space. You, know, you yeah. won't be you won't be uh, having to decide if you're giving someone the you know you won't be rubbing ass cheeks or anything like that. Well, hold on. I'm not coming now. <laughs> I will rub ass cheeks. With oh, you okay, if I can cool. Make it. That, that works. I mean, I'm not sure yet if I can make it work, but we'll see. Uh, it's air conditioned too. Like the, the HVAC in there is nice. Yeah, they got good climate yes. control. Yeah, yeah. It's yes, great. it's not it's not a sweating hall gymnasium. No, thing. and carpet. Carpet. It's, yeah, it's not the most squishy carpet, but it's still carpet. Yeah. That's a lot better than hardwood. Beats, yeah, beats absolutely. Beats a gym floor. Oh, yep. by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at least absorb some sound, if nothing else. Yep. And uh, so high I, ceilings too, right? Yep. Uh, the high vaulted ceilings. Yep. I mean, it's a nice facility. It's a great place. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's pricey to book, but you know what? Only we get enough people. Right. It's over two days. It should be all right. We'll be fine. We'll make it work. That's right. 
uh, and we uh, we do have official Warlord support. I uh, put in so they've they've got their new tier system. It is technically a tier two event, which oh. allowed me to select up to two hundred and forty dollars MSRP of Warlord merchandise that they will then ship to me, along with sets of silver order dice and some special miniatures and their award print off thingies. Very nice. Did, did you get the the bullet thing again? Uh, no, those, I think yes. If they have any left, they're not in the tier two. I don't remember <laughs> where those come in. They might be tier three. I'm not sure. I'm sure John Russell will correct me in a text after he listens to this. Thanks, John. Um, so the four selection format is 1,100 requisition points. We've got this 16 order dice limit, uh, which we like to refer to as the dice in the bag. You can have any number of units you want to, but you can only have 16 dice in the bag. And we'll kind of go over what that means because it, um, not everyone's aware of that. As, as we've come, come to, to learn, out. yeah. We've... Yes. I, I mean, we've been running at Operation Snafu for since the, since one. Yes, so, right. So, you know, four, four or five years we've been used to it. So it's second nature to us, but we'll definitely go through that again for you guys. Uh, you can take one or two. I'm just going to stop saying generic. <laughs> reinforced platoons from the Armies of books. Or you can do an armor platoon, or you can choose one theater selector. Yeah, theater selectors, an interesting addition. So I think I think uh, both uh, here and most of Europe, this is kind of the the go to of having one or two of the reinforced platoons kind of offset some of the theater selectors if you're only allowing one platoon for the theater selector. Yeah. You know, because Stalingrad can give you the two tanks or whatever, but you can still get two tanks this mm-hmm. way. So right. it's yeah, it's it's a nice competitive offset in doing that. Yep. And then we're um, also allowing the Australian list from New Guinea, the Chinese nationalist, communist, or warlord from Empire in Flames. Uh, you can also take the British and inter-allied commandos from the D-Day British Canadian sectors. You can even take the Canadian army from the D-Day British Canadian if you like. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, you also, nice. Uh, you can also take Who Dares Wins, the SAS in France from D-Day US. Uh, if you are so inclined, the 12th Hitler Jund. Oh, yeah, the Hitler Youth. That's... Yeah, thing. That, that's from D-Day British and Canadian. <laughs> I, and you can, take, yeah. you can take the armies of free France from the Battle of the Bulge. Well, that'll make Seabrooks uh, happy. That's well, why I, mean, I did it. Hopefully they'll sign up. I I mean, those are all theater selectors, though, right? No, those those are army lists that are oh, in those books. They're sure, not theaters. sure, sure. They're separate those army are, lists. Okay. Yep, so there's actual, right. they're actual army lists. Gotcha. Yep. Um, and also, you know, we've got... On our Discord, we, I have... We have pinned the units that we have pre-approved. So if it says counts as um, or is on our list as, yeah, you can take it, meaning it'll have the snafu next to it. Um, other campaign books may be allowed within their spe- specified theater selectors. No naval observers or theater selectors, which include such. Get out. Go away. <laughs> well, I mean, so I've heard somebody else talking about this. Are they right? So they've nerfed the rules. That that nerfed the rules for everything, though, right? Like that went back and kind of retconned the it original. Didn't nerf them a lot. I, it, it was pretty significant. I, I don't. Well, okay. So, from <laughs> your perspective, of having so, a free observer and then being able to upgrade it to a naval observer is probably not that. That's where right. it's gross. Yeah. Fair and okay. so they they did do the generic. Uh, I forget which book it was. That it was might have been the last D-Day, which would be the U.S. selectors yeah. that did the, the generic naval observer for everybody, and that's where they did the minor tweaking. It still is kind of, you know, it's just, that's just not. 
Let's just not. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm also <laughs> updating the Access Allies and Support to include other campaign books that have been published since that very first one for version one was published. So you can take stuff that's normally allowed in the reinforced platoon. Um, I'm also dumping Avante Savoia and replacing it with access support for Italy. Thank you. It's a great, Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great move. Uh, no experimental rules or units. Uh, War correspondence. You can take them. Why not? I, I don't see... If you can strategically place them enough to where you can only keep your troops in line of sight of it, more power to you. Why not? Right. Uh, no special characters, no bolt action Korea, and the FAQ cutoff will be April 7th. That checks out. So list submission will be April 14th, 11.59pm. Uh, Send them to, and if you have any questions about this tournament or wish to register, it's snafu podcast 2017 all one word, no spaces, at gmail.com. Sweet. I'm the only one that sees that email, so, you know, ask any questions you want, except for, hey, is this a good list? Uh, Because I'll only tell you if it's a legal list or not. Uh, You can use Easy Army if you want, but again, we we know the pitfalls of Easy Army. Um, We love Easy Army, but just double check with you in the book, too. Yep. Uh, And send them to me. Make sure the file format when you submit the list has your name and the army on it, just for sorting purposes makes life easier. I don't care if you use PDF or Excel, whatever you're more comfortable with. Just make sure your points are right so I don't have to math as hard. What about um, us folks using OpenOffice? I'll make a PDF. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah thank you. Yeah, it's, it's one button to go to PDF out of OpenOffice. So. Yeah, I know. No excuses. <laughs> Fair. Wait, which button is it? Oh, it's that button. Yeah, the one that oh, says shit. PDF. I use that shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I know. We're both OpenOffice guys. Yep. I know. <laughs> Who needs to pay that big company money. That's right. So the scenarios will be released after all the lists have been submitted and reviewed, I, I guess I better add. Yeah. So you'll you'll have about about two weeks or so that you'll know what the term of scenarios are, and I have three of them written already. Oh. Uh, the player list will also be released to all uh, all players a week prior to the start of the tournament. Mm. Cool. I mean, you know, competitive. Yeah, yeah. Let's get the edge. Yeah. You know, let's just make sure you know what the snare is going to be. You, you, but you're not going to know before you pick your army. Mm-hmm. But before you get to the actual tournament, you're going to have an idea of the list you're going to possibly see. Sure, face. That makes sense. Cool. I like it. So the Wizwiggy. Don't don't say a guy's got a submachine gun. He's modeled a rifle. Stop it. Just Does that happen stop. a lot. Get some help. I don't think so. I got I've got one lieutenant in my Soviet army that's a little confusing because he's got an SMG in his back and a pistol on his hip. And I was like, uh, which guy is this guy? But I usually he's, use the he's SMG. the guy with tough fighter. Uh, that they both are. The, which which pistols yeah. and SMGs yeah, give you yeah, tough that's, fighter? That's I, I go with the one's, ones longer range. One's got personally. four inch range. Yeah, one's got a little bit longer range. Pistol six. six. Yeah, six, six. half yep. twice twice range. Yep. Yeah. And, and two shots, I would use the SMG person. I always think the yeah. pistol's 12 for some reason, and it's very much not. No. It's funny, I thought pistols were 8 for some reason. I was, I don't know why my brain went to 8. Nope. It's, it's a, a weird, weird Yeah, it's a weird well, number. What's wrong with 7.5? Because it, it's centimeters, so of course it's going to be 7.5, because that's probably... Well, no, that's, that's the scale is 28 millimeters, but everything's measured in inches. I mean, I'm pretty good at measuring about 5 inches, so... Yeah, right. how... I, never mind, that's a conversation for another night. I was just going to talk about that for a second. Standard versus... 
metric and how the hell this is a standard game and every other country that participates or plays this game is metric. Well, because for us, it's a standard unit of measurement. For anybody else, they might as well have called it quatloons, and that's what you're measuring. And it's just... <laughs> but anyway, I'm just thinking about, like, how much does it suck you have to go buy an American tape measure to play a game? It's called Imperial. Well, okay, whatever. Same same difference. Doesn't matter. And Brits still use it for some things. Okay. All right. Fair. Mostly seems... war gaming and... <laughs> Just not measuring actual things. Yeah, they also have Warhammer and. Yep. Do you um, do you know that it's a special tape measure in Europe, or is it similar to us? All of our all of our measuring tools have centimeters on them. Well, you can, um, you can I, buy a metric. Uh, tape a lot of my here. tape measures do not have centimeters on them. Let me let me look and see. Hold on. Yeah, because this is a. Um, yeah, do you have to you have to make sure that it to, has be, to be fair, I do buy a lot of those redneck tape measures that are like you know America. Yeah, they have American flags. It measures, you mean, on it measures in Bud Light bottles and, and eagle feathers. It's the only measurement. And winning. And winning, that's right. All winning. It's all winning. Oh, boy. Okay. I've got seven winning right now. I've got right seven winning. <laughs> that looks like about three eagle tracks away from my guy, so I should be in range. None of none of my tape measures have set, have metric on them, by the way, Dale. I, I do have one specifically that I bought back when we did that, oh, God help me, uh, Cruel Seas. Yeah, I'm sorry. That had, was in metric for once? No, it was dual dimension. Oh, dual. Okay, okay, all right. Interesting. Oh, I them. thought all of mine had had uh, metric on them. I'm, I'm I have to I, look I, at and them. I and I and I have non redneck ones. I actually have the Stanley level lock, lever lock, which is the best, in, in my opinion, the best. Yeah, it, it, you when you, you you measure with the tape measure, it locks open. Yeah, first and you have to is, press yeah. the button to retract that is it to suck in all the guys. I, I have one of those too. They're really nice. Best best tape measure on the market. Yep. Not it's not especially great. Not a sponsor. Best tape measure feature on the market. Yes. For sure. There you go. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone else do it. I, I imagine maybe they have now, but yeah, like locking open versus the other way around is obvious the, to me. Default lock open. Yeah. Yep. Is so good. Yep. Agreed. Tangent. So anyway. this this will be a, a Swiss pairing tournament. So we'll be doing that. So the high score of each round will go to the high score. Uh, for round one, uh, my daughter's going to draw the names out of a hat for everybody. So I can bribe your daughter okay not you your daughter okay yes got it um she likes my little pony and legos shit that's expensive that is that's like, right oof. like legos are like legos are out I'll, can i just give her cash nah, like, i'll just 3d print a fluttershy there you there go, you go. <laughs> uh if you if you're so inclined for round one you can submit grudge matches to the aforementioned which Ooh. is snafu podcast 2017 at gmail i'm not participating because everyone will try and grudge me probably wronged enough people in my day and and i hate that i had to put this in the players pack but the player conduct and you know it's good just set order. expectations I, I, yeah we've dialed it around a little bit but i think I've, where you landed was great i guess I've, I've i've heard rumors um from other uh tos and sources that there has been people who are not playing the list that they've submitted that's insane to me yeah okay well. and yeah I, yeah and other things so two and a half hour games uh set because the store won't allow me to allow players in before 10 a.m i kind of had to crunch things a little bit to get three games done a reasonable time um they will when i'm done for the day will lock up the room it will not reopen again until i arrive back on sunday so you can feel free to leave your stuff overnight i'll be leaving a lot of expensive train in the room overnight so i'll be setting up friday night if anyone wants to come hang out with me Feel free. If anyone wants to uh, put a table, 
a terrain that they feel like kind of feels cool and want to, you know, lessen the burden of me and hopefully Jeff sure providing load. a lot of tables. That would be nice because the one thing I absolutely hate on Sunday is having to tear down a dozen tables by myself. That sucks. So uh, we will be doing secondary objective markers they'll be placing, which will be the first tiebreaker, and the, the tertiary tiebreaker will be the number of order dice lost. Not how many you've killed, how many you've lost over the tournament. So, and the prizes are uh, the Bolt Action Champion of Minnesota, first and second runner-ups, and peer voting for painted and opponents. Is that going to be like a really cool trophy, Pat? Um, I'm hoping I can get a hold of a good graphics designer that might give me a cool logo that I can have put on the, the plaque. If Rick knows anyone like that. Have to ask I don't. No? Okay. No, I All don't. Right, I don't. Okay. Well, then I'll, then I'll have to fudge something. Mediocre at best. Just get some crayons and draw it on there, Pat. I mean, yeah, get your daughter to do it. Something seems reasonable. No, we'll we'll figure something out. So, but um, so the same company that Renegade uses, they allow you to upload a logo, and they don't charge you an arm and a leg for the for your own custom logo, which is that's nice. nice. Yeah. So that's what I'll be going with. That's kind of key, actually, because. Otherwise, it becomes really unaffordable really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, five uh, five awards go from you know hundred bucks to one hundred and fifty bucks really quick. It's like, come on. Yep. The plaques are nice, you know. And well, I'll be getting some prize support. Um, I'll probably have asked a few people. Uh, I haven't gotten any official responses yet because I haven't sent any out. But by the time this goes out, I will have asked at least a half dozen of my standard go-to people. So those people can expect or have already heard from me by the time of this release. Nice, sweet, and so let's let's talk about what an order dice limit is. <laughs> Speaking of recycling topics, yeah, a th- couple times this is a good one though because I mean we've talked about this a few times and I think we have developed at least I have developed stronger feelings on it as time has gone on. No, oh, interesting. Okay, so this is Appendix Two in the rule book. Yep, uh, I want to say it's page two thirteen, uh, but in the player pack I've summarized it. For for ease of reference, mm-hmm. sure. and once once you once you have signed up, you should receive the player pack from me. Uh, I sent a bunch out to the people who signed up already. So Jeff and Dale, you should have received yours already. I've I've received it already yep. too. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you to pretty it up because yeah. my my and it, it does look really nice. It reads a lot easier than what it's I had. Cleaned it up a little. It's just just a matter of doing my thing. So the order dice limit will only apply for as long as you have more than 16 units in play. Right. Once you're below it, none of these rules apply. You're just what you're normally used to with you know one, one order dice per mm-hmm. unit. Um, but if you have more than that, you will consider your reserve and outflanking units are in play. So they have to be assigned an order dice if you wish to do so. Um, when a unit that has not been ordered yet in a turn is destroyed, don't necessarily take that dice out of the bag. Uh, if the unit has already been destroyed, uh, set it aside, because if you're still over if you're still over sixteen, that might get to go back in. How does that work for purposes of of order dice loss? Because that is that an order dice loss? That is still an order dice yep. loss. Okay, so it's basically units lost. I guess I should say units lost. Yeah, okay. thank yeah, you. Okay. Yep. Just making sure I yep understood that. Hmm. Although now that you mentioned that, maybe <coughs> maybe I do mean order dice lost. I think I think I'm gonna stick with that. 
I think that's how it's written in the book. Packet. I think, I think, I think I, even yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're we're hitting we're hitting rules as written tonight, so that's what we're going to go with. <laughs> oh Lord, right. So well, right. I mean, it's kind of strategic to maybe it, it rewards you for taking a few more units, even if you're not going to get to use them every turn. Yeah, and it it doesn't it doesn't punish you for doing that. Yep, that's. I think it's not a bad way to look at it. I yeah, well, let's run with that. I like it. Okay. Um. So if a unit twenty two dice. Yeah, you, any number of units you want to. It's like, how many did you lose? Well, None. I lost eight units, but 200 dice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we might have to discuss this a little further. Yeah, I would, I would play test that because it could get dodgy really fast. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's going to be someone that tries to break that real easy. In fact, my army that I was trying to get done for this might break it. I don't know. Okay, we well, talk, we'll leave that as an open issue and circle back. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a couple months, so we can we can update that. There's definitely an opportunity. I will change the player pack for you if I have to. How's okay. that sound? Sure. I, I like revs in red. Yeah, that helps me a lot. Uh, so if a unit is shot at and wishes to go down, but you have run out of order dice, the unit can still go down as normal. However, it will not have the option of staying down in between turns. So yep. uh, if you remember, if you stay down between turns, you lose D3 pins. Mm-hmm. So it's, is, it's, I think I think the book refers to it as a pseudo down, i.e. down between rounds, <laughs> right? Um, if a recce vehicle wishes to make an escape move, but you've run out of order dice, the vehicle cannot make an escape move. Just doesn't have the doesn't have it in them. No, no, doesn't or have gas the, in the tank. The gusto, yep. Uh, if a unit has not uh, not been ordered yet, uh, wishes to fire at chargers, but you've run out of dice, they cannot fire. Yep. They can go down if they want to. Because that'll save them. <laughs> Did they get to charge? Yeah, it'll, it'll save them. They're like, oh, where'd they go? The, the, the lesser known defense of going down versus a charge. <laughs> hiding hiding in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> to... So, and then, uh, and then I have uh, my fairly standard FAQ, and I had alluded to this earlier, that um, uh, the zero in failing the next, not firing in successive rounds, you're resetting the to hit roll. So, right on. So that's that's my players pack for that. Sure. Um, I'm I'm hoping it's going to be a, a pretty good tournament. Um, I know I've already I've said we're, we're looking at 24 players and possibly going more if if the need arises. Um, I have had have some people ask me is like, hey, I know I can make one day for sure. Is it does things go wonky if I all of a sudden can't make it the second day? And I'm like. Lots of people drop out on a second day in two days for whatever reasons, you know. Um, if, if it's a maybe, sign up. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, you got a couple months to figure it out exactly. You know. That's right. Sweet. So, Operation Sledgehammer, Minnesota State Championship, bolt action on the line. Someone from Nebraska is going to win it. Yeah, you don't have to live in yes, Minnesota to play in the tournament. <laughs> nice, Dale. Nice. <laughs> Actually, cocky, I'm, cocky I'm, bringing, I'm bringing a fun list that's probably going to perform uh, as as badly as I'm going to play it. <laughs> does, 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 does it have a truck? Uh, it has a truck in it, yes. It has to have a oh, truck boy. in it. I'm bringing a tank platoon. So. Oh, interesting. Oh, I wonder if it's all of the shit you just painted. It's quite a. Yeah, it's all the shit I painted. <laughs> huh. Not as worried about tipping it. his hand in this one as he was the WTC last okay. year. Huh? No, it's this when is more Panzer. It's going to be for it. fun. So, okay. 
Yeah, Panzerfaust will do very well for uh, for you. So I can't bring Panzerfaust. I mean, not, that was not, not, not a British get, army. If I can get an Indian army done, I would be. Four surprised. of my six vehicles have recce, so bring all the Panzerfaust you like. Sure. Yeah, and I, I believe if this is the list you're telling me about. You don't have to worry about the ODL, so you can recce all those. Because it's because yeah, it's a tank platoon. Yeah, yeah, tank platoon probably doesn't have over sixteen hundred guys. Most likely not. It doesn't. No. You can do it with one of those FT spam lists, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, in, uh, I mean, tank platoons. I mean, you are limited to how many vehicles you can take. So you can only take five ish or whatever. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's still a single platoon. So, yes. yep. So it's five. Uh, I believe zero three infantry. Sounds about right. Sounds right. Or is it? Or does it go to four? Uh, I think it's three. I think it's three. I was debating the other way if it's only two, but I think that's special. It's some special. I've only got three. It's three. Sorry, I, was, <laughs> I, I do get a free. Before three, we, so. Yeah, so you get a fourth. Yeah, I was, I was uh, tinkering around with my uh, ringer list in case I had to play one of the days. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I, I should Who's be able thinking? to finish playing in two and a half hours. Well, we can help you along by sm- by blowing your stuff up. You know, yeah, so. that would help. By just killing stuff. Yeah, help, that'd so. be great. <laughs> Fun. Okay. So, so the question was presented is, why in order dice limit? And my response was, well, it changes the meta a bit, doesn't it? That's one thing for sure. That is one thing it does, absolutely. Yeah. I strongly believe that having more than 15 to 16 order dice in the list makes a game unable to play to completion in a reasonable amount of time. With Without being a super high level player, for sure. And even at a super high level, I mean, there's just so right. many decisions you have to make. Right. I, I, it gives you time to breathe. I play fast, and I don't think I could finish seven round the possible seven rounds with a 24 order dice list. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. Six easy. I think six I could six I could probably do if the other guy can play with any relative speed. But some guys are right. you know, some guys are playing eight order dice and they're they, coming in. Well, every one of those dice is a big decision, so you know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yep. Well and you're not getting the, the spam list that, you know, like you guys twenty two order dice has got a lot of you know, even Shit. two platoons can have, you know, ten infantry. Yes. Yeah. Or eleven infantry if you're Russian. Right or or French All hot garbage, but yeah, yeah. I mean, but hot garbage can you know it's, it's still it's, can take an objective. Still take an objective. It's yeah. if you give a guy too many targets to shoot at, I mean, you can't get rid of everybody. That I discovered. Yeah, me too. My veterans did not hold up to a shit ton of inexperienced stuff. Yeah. Imagine that. Too many. Sometimes way to fire. No, just fucking killed them all. Yeah. I I went in against. I mean, it was like a, a small squad. He like, was spamming small squads. His LT, which is an inexperience with another dude. And I think there were like three units in total. Like, And I brought seven dudes in and like killed a couple things. And then he just proceeded to just completely obliterate the unit. Yeah. Like, I'm like, how the fuck did you just kill all those guys? Were you guys? in cover? They're like, they're... Um, did you go down? I was in cover against some of it. I did not get cover from everything. But it was it was it was like seven dudes, and he had like fourteen shots, and he killed all of them. I have no idea how, but killed them all. All 
Yeah, it was. He just he had a hot roll. It was. I mean, that's really what it came down to. That like, happens. Oh yeah, that'll do. Statistically, I should have yeah, survived. Yeah, and I think he even proceeded. Like he took him two rounds to do it, and I went down the second round, and he still somehow killed them all. I have no idea. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm like fine with Jeff there. I think the artist limit really kind of levels the playing yes. field a little bit across. Particularly between armies that have a much easier time of spamming a billion units. Right. It it definitely reigns in. Japanese right. armies, but, some Soviet lists. But it doesn't cripple them, because you can still take all no, those units. No, 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 no. It's yeah. just, you know, guys that are like, I'm going to take 15 garbage units so I can have an order dice advantage and always be able to get an order, well, statistically have a greater chance of getting an order dice when it would be critical to me. Right. Uh, you know, it reigns that in pretty significantly. Well, and, and it, it also makes it for like, okay, so the Germans are almost maybe a little bit more competitive than they normally are, because like, okay, I can get to 13 or 14. I'm not going to get blown out by the 22 yes. list or whatever. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm only going to be in a couple, a couple away from the top. Yep. Like I know where the, I know where the limit yes. is. So that's, that's nice too, from a standpoint of like, just being able to make your list. Right. Especially. And with, it's not Germans. taking away your defensive down either. So, which is no, a right. pretty key decision in most cases. Yep. That's, yeah. I as far as, as far as, um, trying to think of the right word here balancing the meta so to speak i like that solution a lot better than pretty much any other solution i've seen presented then then limiting how many platoons you can yeah take. limiting how many platoons you get, or limiting multiples of things or limiting you know right. any of that stuff i would much this, i much prefer yeah. just limit the number of order dice and let the chips <coughs> fall where they may and it's order it dice seems, in the bag yeah. it's not even units you're taking it's just the order dice in the bag right yes yeah, that just that levels that draw advantage yep. You can bring 30 units if you want. You just only get to activate 16 a turn. Fine by me. Yep. Well, when I when I see some of these massive spam lists, half the time they're just putting random units that have no cheerleaders, for lack of a better word. They're absolutely cheerleaders. Just, just put them in ambush, and they're doing nothing the whole game anyway. It's just like, okay, uh, that's a really, really dull game if you ask me. Yep. Don't look at my Indian list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, seen your, I've heard about your Indian list. Five, I mean, five dudes can. Five dudes are not. They're not inexperienced dudes. They actually still can do something. Mm -hmm. I don't have a choice of inexperienced dudes. So. Right. It is what it is. Anyway, all right. Are we talking about tourney formats, or is this what we're already talking about? Kind of like melded our way into this thing. Mm, melded. I mean, we were talking about you know multi formats versus or single platoon versus multiple platoons. Um, theater selectors. How do how do you do this? Like I guess I don't know. Like I I like our the two the two tournaments that I know about right are are, are Operation Sledgehammer and Operation Stanford. Mm -hmm. Right, the the big significant difference is that the points are a little different, and we lower the limit on on the bigger point limit, which I think is twelve fifty with twelve dice is an interesting. It's a very interesting uh, yep format in my opinion. People seem to do it and not always bring giant ass tanks, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, it means probably more veteran blobs and shit. Right. I don't know. You know, yeah. I mean, you say that, but I, I mean, I see a lot of very creative lists come out there. I don't. It's never just been. No. Like, yeah. Some people are like, oh, well, if you do that, that it's just going to be all the same veteran list and everything. That's never been anything I've seen. I have, I have not seen that either. I feel like you see a lot more things you wouldn't normally yeah. see, right? Like. Uh, 
Chinese cavalry list. Mm-hmm. Like, probably would never see the light of day if they knew they were going to be going up against much bigger armies. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and it's and even so, like even even the most obvious choices of okay, we saw a Tiger One, we see a Pershing, we've seen some cool shit come up. Like nobody brings those because they feel like they can. because they yeah they're too expensive in a normal list. And honestly, they probably still shouldn't bring them, but I don't know. It's just yep. bad points value. Yeah, and yeah, um, the ROI is not very good on them. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's better ways to use your points still. Um, I don't know. I think it, I, I I like the order dice limit. I think I think the idea of having varying types of army or various types of tournaments to go to really in, encourages like good play, right? Yep. So like having to build a list in different ways or do different things mm-hmm. is imp- super important to me. So like having every tournament be the same or having a standard, I don't like. Right. I don't I don't think that's a good way of doing things. Yes. Personally, change it up. Add some variety. Right. Like, have a straight-up, like, 1,000-point, no-holds-barred, do whatever you want, feel free. You're going to get a lot of some variety, or you're not going to get as much variety. I think that's the least variety, actually, in my opinion. We saw that WTC, didn't we? I mean, I don't know about you guys. I saw basically the same list five games, so. Well, yeah, you kept getting put against the same kind of shit. Uh, No, I saw... I don't know. I feel like... They're all very similar. Well, I mean, okay, if you're facing Stewart's, you're facing Stewart's. Like, that was, yes, yeah. I faced the Stewart's at least twice. I faced the Australians, which was the bizarrest thing ever. Like, I don't, I never expected that one to see happen. Um, I don't know. I guess my games were varied enough that I didn't feel like that. But I know, Jeff, that your games were very, you were getting put against shit you didn't want to see. So, <laughs> yeah, somebody had Sorry. to take it. I played a very Dale, similar Japanese list three times, four times. So yeah. Dale's was the most interesting list I played against. <laughs> Even in the same game. <laughs> <laughs> Even in the same game. <laughs> Ouch. When when it's yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about some other stuff that's happened in tournaments lately. Uh, this was an interesting thing that's happened. I'm sure people have heard about it because if I think other podcasts and stuff and. Uh, YouTube have talked about this already. I, I heard about it on Bo's channel. Yeah, so like I think Dave from WTC was on Bo's channel, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. So, so the WTC last year when we were there, uh, as the as the announce as the as the winners were announced, he brings out these giant ass checks and hands them to the players and says, "This is for your community to build bolt action in your community." Um, it's kind of like a scholarship. Per se, I don't know how to describe it other than that. I, yeah, I, like a like, it just gives you an opportunity to help like benefit your community, which I think for the most part, I think most of them were like, well, we'll just run a tournament or something with it, you know, buy a bunch of train or something. Yeah, I have no idea what they did. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think anyone saw anything come of it. So I'm not sure they knew what they were supposed to do with it. I, I, well, right, I don't think anyone expected it, so I don't think like hefting a bunch of money at something like use this to better bolt action is like okay, thanks, I guess. Right. Um, but I don't know uh, what to do I'll with that. I'll buy some figures and go through the street and throw them out to random people. Yeah, just like well, in a parade, just throwing metal models so at people. So, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Bo's team kind of announced what their intentions were with, okay. with the money that they received. And I also think that Topher and the English team um, provided a similar statement as well. Right in on. the um, In the... Um, 
in the wake of having been given the money. So Right. I'm I'm not accusing anyone of misusing the funds. I just think they weren't prepared to understand like like don't think anyone was really understanding right. We didn't walk into it knowing that that was yep. a thing. Correct. Right? It right. got announced the the like it was a, you know, he made a big deal out of it and it was like this is a big announcement and it was like Friday. It was a Friday night or Saturday. I remember when it was. Right, but all of a sudden it's like, hey, we have a whole bunch of cash to give out. And it's like, well, okay, that's bizarre. Um, it felt was. weird. Felt weird. Felt really weird. And, and ate up like 40 minutes. Yeah, that too. Uh, it, was a, it was a really long announcement. Um, I mean, I think I like the idea of that part of it. Like you're, you're helping these, you know, these countries that win promote the game in their own country. That sounds great. Um, so that's not what's happening this year. Not according to what I heard on Bo's channel. Right. Yeah. So, as, as I understand it, and Dave, if you happen to listen, which I don't know why you would, but uh, um, it sounds like he is putting up a 1,000 British pounds to the winning team, like, like cash money, right? Like which just, is like $1,200 American. So those Americans should win it. Um, right. So he's kind of lost the, like, it's just bettering your community. It's just have your money. Just have some money. And from what I from what I listened to and what he was saying is that he's like, I feel this is the next evolution of it. And that, you know, we're, we're playing of, for... Of wargaming? Of wargaming, yeah. I mean, sure. There's uh, eSports has cash prizes and stuff like that. Um, and trying to make the tabletop hobbyists sport and his his line of thinking is like okay well now now your significant other is not gonna be like oh you're gonna go waste time with your friends again this weekend oh, what's that you can win money oh why don't you go practice here i'll pack your bag and send you at the door yes that's that's his words not mine because mine wouldn't do that no. i that's why that's why i tell my wife every time i go to the casino <laughs> right <laughs> that doesn't doesn't work that's not that's not a thing i'm sorry uh, Okay. So in, in my mind, I'm like, okay, so you've already when you, when you we saw at the WTC, there was some, we'll say more than questionable play that went on, before anyone knew there's any of these community prize money being given out. It just wanted to win. We saw some shenanigans. There were some other rumors of other shenanigans going on. You put real money on the line, you're going to see more of that. Yeah, money brings out the worst in people, I'll just say. It. Yeah, it, it does. does. You're, incenti- well, and, you're potentially incentivizing. Yes. First, 100%, you're, you're incentivizing something, at least. I mean, the, you start practicing, you're palming the order dice thing in the bag, you know. Well, I, there's a million ways you can cheat at a game. You don't have to describe every way you can just cheat. The fact of the matter is, is that cheating will be more likely than not. Well, here, hang on. I don't know. Um, let's... Let's be let's be one hundred percent honest. Um, yeah, and I'll start I'll start this. Um, I am one hundred percent convinced that cheating went on at the last WTC. Intentional. Intentional. Or you were convinced intentional cheating yes. happened at the last WTC. Um, what do you I, guys think? I, I, I experienced what I think was cheating. I'm not sure that it was intentional, but I feel like it might have been. Okay. Um, uh, Pat, what about you? Um, I feel for sure in one of my games, there was some gamesmanship that was played to their advantage that 
would be right up against cheating, but not... It's borderline? Very, very borderline. Like, sure. they knew what they were doing, but played the, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble understanding you card. Okay. Uh, Jeff. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> with that as the backdrop of this conversation, um, then... Now put money on the yeah, line? adding, adding full-on I think the monetary amount sounds to be less than it was last year at the WTC, though. So, yeah, it's straight cash, though. So, um, so it's like, not a it's not a trust fund set up where there's a, a another sign off on it, which I right. believe is what the other one was. I think you're right that there was like there was some like you have to be accountable. Here's the things you're going to use it for. Here's what here's okay. We'll get release the funds. Um, the, the other thing is, is like comparing it to like okay so esports esports is a really horrible example because right so like when you think about an esports event they you know they provide the computers they provide all the gear they provide the software everything has guardrails on it so you can't theoretically i don't think you can cheat right there's there's maybe a way you can still cheat but I mean, like, can you take amphetamines? Do they drug test the guys? That's what well, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> outside of that, yeah, I'm aware. Outside right? of that, like, can you can you like? I don't know if there's a way to like. Right? Are they are they monitoring the computer? If are they doing all this stuff? Yeah, like, I mean, there right, there there is, um, but right. it's it's typically um, not. It's only in those circumstances where it, it isn't as controlled as it could be. Um, so, for right. example, um, when they do control the game. Or the computers, it makes it a lot easier. But even in esports, there have been some, at least one, that I know of. So in in the huge auditoriums, they've got both teams on the stage and separately. They've got their headphones on. They're sitting there. They have whatever default setups available to them. But everything is also being displayed behind them for the enjoyment, entertainment of the audience that's there. And there right. have been some situations where players in the game have turned around and looked at the screen and screen peeked to oh, kind of see where yeah, the other sure. team is at. So, sure. Um, so even with all of the controls that they do put in place, you do see instances of, of cheating in esports. Which is which is which is fair. Like I'm 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 just looking at it from a standpoint of like there's a lot more controls, right? There's people watching, right? That's most likely caught by someone. Whereas like, how many referees did we have last year at WTC? One, maybe yep, two. One that was free at all the time, right? One. So so one person wandering around and didn't want to make a decision and was unwilling to make hard decisions when it mattered. Well, I there's there's that, a TO and then in. and then Paul as well, but Paul was playing so. Del Fair, that's right. He was playing yes. on a team. I yep. forgot about that. So the reality is, is like, if you're going to have what I would call, like, okay, fine. You want to have a cash tournament. It's premier level. You're having referees at every fucking got, table. Yeah. You got the referees drawing the order dice. He's making the measurements. Right. He's informing you of the situations. Right. And you like, aren't even moving your models. Right. You've got one set of dice. That right. neither player owns. It's provided by the tournament right. that it's, everyone's yep. using. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This is yeah, a, and forty yeah. K actually does that at when they get to the the final round top of tables is they you have to use the dice. Right. I buy. think you also well, probably have you have to have a referee pulling the dice from the bag. Yes. Yeah. 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 At that point yeah, you might if he's gonna be there anyway, he might as well be pulling the dice. He's he's pulling the dice and he's making all the measurements. Oh, I I wouldn't go that far. But I mean uh, it's, it, I understand I, what, would, I understand what you're saying. I why? Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, what? What's that? I'm just Nathan's out. Oh, here. Oh, wait, I wasn't quite on the model. Here, now I'm on the model. Oh, well, now you're in range. 
Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, prior to last year's experience of the WTC, I I always just believed that people played in good faith, you know, and that, you know, any, any mistake um, along that line was an honest mistake. And those those come and go. You always kind of, they equal sure. out in the end. Um, unfortunately, because of what I saw and experienced at WTC, I, I've learned that um, that's not necessarily the case. So it's a, it's a bit trickier. In the sure. Time. Yeah, I, I, I've always said this and I always think this is that adding cash to anything is going to just destroy it. Or, it's just going to it's it's just amplify the, yeah. the desire well, to try it. It also brings the wrong kinds of... Theoretically, some game systems... Right, they introduce a cash. It brings other players in that that aren't they aren't improving yeah. the, you know the the society the community. And, right? and, I, and there's an important backdrop that I have to say because I might not it may be lost in this conversation. Um, the majority of my experience was positive and was not um, was not filled with you know, any kind of poor player or, or cheating or anything like that. It was, it right. was very limited. Um, um, and so, um, it's not to put, paint the WTC as a tournament where this type of thing is rife with abuse, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, a few well taken opportunities of, um, poor play or cheating can significantly shift an outcome um, one For way sure. or the other and yeah. so um, it can kind of sour the whole tournament which is what it did on me so um, you know I had some wonderful games and I met some wonderful guys and, and it, it was great and I really enjoyed it and up until this other opportunity came up I was figuring on attempting it again but changing my approach to it to the point where I was going to be an asshole and watch very closely everything that my opponent did, fully expecting them to be either outright cheating or taking advantage of every opportunity that they could to push the boundaries, Um, which isn't a way that I like to play, but if you're going to spend that much money and participate and try to be competitive, I felt like I was going to have to be that way. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's kind of, it's all, it's all together. Again, I don't, we're not saying that the WCC is awful and there's cheaters everywhere, et cetera, et cetera, because that isn't the case. It's just, you know, um, a few isolated incidents that well, that were right there. Right. So, so adding, adding, um, outright adding a cash prize to the winner, um, hmm. um, without all, like, like Rick was saying, without the guardrails, you know, um, perhaps it opens it up to even more abuse where that kind of behavior may be more commonplace. May, mm-hmm. may be um, um, not commonplace, but more likely to occur than what we experienced or what we feel yeah. like we experienced. So yeah. it, it may not change anything. We, there may have been way more cheating than we saw. There may be way less than we think. But we might have had uncovered the only cheaters. Or, Based or, off of what I heard, every that, we, we weren't. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. 
Right. I always try to I always try to uh, to to uh, cite on uh, ignorance over malice. Yes, right, hundred uh, yes. percent. And like I said, that's that's the way I've kind of gone into it. But we've told the stories and we've seen it, and yeah. it's like the more I think about it, I'm just I, yeah, I don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just not a not. I don't know. I I want I want it to succeed. I don't want it to. I think, you know. They're nice enough people. Everyone that I met there was great. Like I have no problem with any of it. I think if you're oh, the gonna, players are fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, even, even the TOs were nice enough. Like they, yep. they I don't think they did a great, a good well, a job as they could. Uh, yeah, and that's a different story for a all day, lovely guys. Like, you know, we've talked and, about. Yes. Um, but you know when when you're playing and you're trying to win and you're really motivated to win, sometimes you're driven to you know there's a line some people yeah you're, to go you, you over. play in a yeah. way that that you may be ashamed uh, ashamed of playing after it's all said and done and right. which was the conundrum that I was in because I I didn't want to have to go and and watch like a hawk and be an asshole be, and yeah, make yeah. people play by the rules because I mean, we're, we're pushing toy soldiers around here man yeah right. but right you yeah. know if, if there's a thousand dollars out there then what was the what was the chest thing with the the anal bead transmitter? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was that wasn't. I mean, that's that was a theoretical. Elon Musk decided that, but but again, it's a great example. There's cash on the line. There is every opportunity for cheating to happen, and it happens regularly in online chess because they can track it. They actually know when it happens. Um, you know, like that was a good example of like how far are you willing to go. And it's nobody. Nobody has proved anything. There's no. There's no indication that he actually cheated. So you're talking about the anal bead guy. Yes, I. I don't even need to mention his name because I don't want to get sued because he's apparently suing people. That's now. fine. He's just the um, anal bead guy. It's fine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that could, that could be, be almost anybody. anybody. Wait, what? It could. It could be, but it. And it's, it's a podcast. Yeah, I don't think he listens to our podcast. I'm going to guess he doesn't <laughs> listen to our podcast. Hope not. But again. Right, but that's the same thing, right? They right in in the circumstances of chess, everything is videotaped, everything is tracked. There's a judge uh, wandering about four tables, you know, like and you know everything is like chess is an incredibly fair game, right? Because there's a set amount of time for both sides. Everything's exactly the same. So I don't know. I if you're going to get to that premiere, like I'm going to say, we are the world champions. Like you have to be at that level, regardless of money. Because I think there are people that are just there for prestige too, and rightfully so. Like they want to be considered the world champions, mm-hmm. which I think to some is a, is enough of a enough of a, an incentive to maybe cross that line. I don't know. Who knows? I just think cash in any in any hobby, like right. Okay, give me a box of army. Like, give me an army box. Sweet, I got a hundred, two hundred, three hundred bucks, whatever. But it's just plastic d- dudes. Yeah. Like that's not the same. Like, yeah, I, I can uh, I can take take my time and sell on eBay and get money instead. Sure, okay. if that's I what mean, you want. At yeah. least, if that's what you want. But I it mean, doesn't. No, give tournaments you that. I've won have been you know, you know, fifty hundred buck gift card to a certain gaming store. Sure, that that's nice. Sure. Again, well, it's it's. I mean, it has some of the same connotations, I guess, but it's not the same. I'm I'm okay with the cash prize as long. As long as the guardrails are in place and and everything sure. is there um, to catch um, any 
any potential shenanigans that might be going on. And if sure. if if it happens, that there's a zero tolerance policy for that kind of right. for that kind of thing. Right. Right. Yeah, that's that is very key. I agree. I could I could be fine with yeah. it if that were the oh, case. Oh yeah, percent I don't know. I just don't see that happening, especially in this circumstance. Well, I mean, we'll have to we'll have to see. You know, we're not we won't make it this year to this this particular event and right. But we know people who will. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Be, we'll get to hear all about it. You know, and perhaps home. perhaps there will be standard dice all across all of the tables and I I mean that should be the minimum, right? Is the yeah. a cube of dice for yeah. every There'll for be every a referee table. at every four tables or or even even sure. more. Um be great. You know. Perhaps, you know, if if anything does happen, there will be I I guess I don't know what the referee pack is gonna be, but you know. I honestly feel like there should have been some forfeitures in the last WTC. Some forfeits and some, hey, you aren't invited back to any more WTCs for a while. Um, yeah. But, you know, we'll, yeah. have to, we'll have to see. So, yeah, I, I mean, fingers crossed. I'd, I'd love, I, I loved going last time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, again, no, I think I've I said this a million times. People ask all the time. Like, I loved it because it was Ireland. It's an opportunity to travel, see some pretty places. And the people were awesome. Like, all of the guys were great, I, regardless of the tournament yeah. itself. Like, hanging out with all those guys, getting to play games with people and talking to people was was, was much a highlight as any any of the gaming right. itself. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, the, so. the biggest disappointment was the tournament itself. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. By, by a good stretch. Like, but whatever. I mean, it was we 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 probably bitch an awful lot about this. We still are bitching about it. Still, like whatever. How, I guess those wounds haven't healed yet, huh? Well, no, I just. Well, I I want it to be good. I want it to be great. I want to go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show man the bolt action dolly where they hurt you. <laughs> so right it came in the up heart because they're offering a fucking cash prize now. Mm-hmm. Like it's come on, like we're. Like that's going to open wounds. What, your wife's not going to pack your bag and send you off to Europe to go win twelve hundred. <laughs> no, she might pack my bags and kick me out of the house, though. Right? Like, well, it's a little different like, for not... us. I mean, it's a little. Yeah. That doesn't overcome the price of getting yeah. there. No. Well, yeah, but if the plane but if you're one country away instead of one ocean away, then right, like the same as us. If we like went to right, Iowa. it's a little different. Right. So, well, right. shit, we could get to you know, Atlanta it, for you know, it's WTC. It doesn't it doesn't have to be for us necessarily. Right. And so, well, yeah, I, mean, I don't well, think Americans participated before us. Right. Even, did they? And it could I'm, be the European team champion. Yeah, that's basically what it was. However, yeah, yeah, yeah. however direction that they want to go, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that they can build it into an amazing event. And so, yeah. you know, it's just if, if they can address at least the concerns that we've expressed uh, on the way to whatever it is that, wherever they want to go with that, then then fantastic. So, you know, I mean, we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. So, um, uh, yeah, it's based off of, for me personally, based off what I experienced the first time around, um, this is just one detail of it. I hadn't, I haven't listened to the interview with Bo and Dave yet. Um, you know, maybe, maybe they've addressed a number of the concerns that, that we've outlaid or that I've, that I've emailed them about and we'll see. And then it can totally work. So, yeah. Well, I mean, there's and there's maybe still an opportunity that this is the same as before, and it is actually still a grant, right? Maybe 
Could we just be missing no, something? No, if, no, it's, no, if he's trying no. to do an esports thing, no. it's not a grant anymore. It's cash that's prize. Right. No, this yeah, this is money. Yeah, if he's referring to esports, you're right. That's that's not anything no, like cash that. prize. Okay. And whoever right. wins it, well, you know, hey, for, congratulations. For, for first so only. That's exciting. Yeah. Two hundred fifty a person. Congrats. Yeah. I yeah I don't I I'm curious to see how it goes. Um, I if Pat were to say he's going to offer a cash prize, I'd be like. Let's think about this a little bit better. Um, I, I am not. I'm, yeah. I'm offering uh, <laughs> yeah, titles, plaques, and, yes. and plastic. And, and gratitude, yeah, or uh, prestige. Uh, I, Dale, I don't know. Maybe you won some of the old tournaments that we used to go to. I think there maybe was some cash handed under the table at some of those I tournaments. I never got any cash. Okay. I was wondering if maybe nope. you had. I thought maybe the old uh, one of the old uh, Warhammer tournaments used to hand out cash but not explicitly tell people that you win. None it. that I, none that I right. won. Okay. Did I ever receive cash okay. for? Okay. Did you ever receive future tickets for it? Um, like, did you get the next year's tournament to the same tournament? Uh, no, for? I may have gotten an automatic okay. entry into like Adepticon championships or something like that. Okay. So you maybe got another right. tournament, but not, well, um, and, yeah. and bolt action has done that before too. Yeah. And that's and not I successfully, but, yeah, I don't, and I don't have a problem with well, especially when your tournament's after Adepticon, it's a little hard, <laughs> a little hard. Um, I would like I don't have a problem with that, and I don't even have a problem with like the the like here's fifty bucks kind of thing under the table. I, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen tournaments doing that. Like, it's the it's the grandioseness of like talking about it. Like we're going to give away a thousand dollars. And here's the other thing too, if, um, so for example, I've I've done some gift cards for various things before. Sure. But they were only awarded after the fact, and the players had no idea they were going to get that. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's not a there's, there's not, not a an announcement expectation yeah. that, hey, this is up mm-hmm. for grabs, so go do it. Go crush everyone and make their women cry and lament or whatever it is. Lamentation of their women? Yes, that's, that's I mean, I, yes. I said it <laughs> whatever. It's late yeah. enough. It's late enough, voice. voice. Uh, the idea just feels bad to me, right? Yeah. It's just, so do we want to touch the next topic or do we want to hold that one for later? I think we should talk about this right now because it's relevant to this conversation from a standpoint You're of not like, wrong. of an expectation of what a referee does. And this referee, the World Arm Games, what the hell does SP? Supported play. Supported referee's play. Referee's handbook. There you go. Forgot the uh, SP part. This this was done up by Paul Walker and John Russell back in 2020. Yep. Uh, I believe uh, Paul Walker in particular was gearing it towards the WTC at the time. I, I don't know. He's since fallen off the radar and is teaching stunt driving in Ireland or something. <laughs> not, I don't think it's stunt driving. Scotland. Scotland, yeah. not Ireland. Scotland, yeah. yes. Maybe they make it over to Ireland. That'd be crazy. If they can stunt drive over to Ireland, that'd be amazing. Uh, but this is this is really well put together. And if there's any um, tournament organizer out there, referee that wants that, reach out. I will be happy to, to send it to you guys. Uh, I've been given permission to share this as many times as possible. It hasn't been updated in a while, but I don't think it has to. So this, this covers, in a nutshell, um, basically what you can do. So it starts off with, uh, you know, simple questions for dispute and queries. Should I call a referee? I, I posted before the flowchart that's like, have you looked in FAQ? Have you looked in the rule book? You know, okay, now call someone over. But it also identifies the role of a referee to just simply observe play as they casually work the floor. And if they see something being played incorrectly, to step in and correct that play. 
Um, <laughs> I'm looking like, at this. I'm looking at this flowchart. <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> oh, the flowchart. Have you have you have you checked the relevant rules? Okay, the next box says issue resolved. Yes, no. Okay, if you say no, have you checked the at the errata FAQs? There's no yes. <laughs> You're right. It isn't. <laughs> oh, it's like no, I didn't. So the issue is the issue resolved. <laughs> What the? What is? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it's as good as the rest of the writing. More what it does. I just, <laughs> yeah, you get the basic gist, but that's such well, a. Well, Pat, you just talked this up, and it was a really well written. Uh, I, other than the flowchart, apparently, Pat has a well better thought. version of this flowchart. <laughs> <laughs> his his own eyes figured it out better than this because well. Oh man, so funny. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, so an attempt was made. Checked it. No, is the issue resolved? Yes, by not checking the errata. Okay. Well, I, no, I didn't check the errata. Well, like, no, of course. Have you checked the errata? No. Okay. Well, then what are you doing here? All right. Anyway, sorry. It's uh, well intentioned so and well thought out. How about that? Yeah. There you go. Uh, so the other one here is the the calling the referee for another game. Uh, if you spot a situation, another game where you believe rules being played incorrectly. Or players slow playing to gain advantage, or broken the rules intentionally or otherwise, do not interfere with the game. Instead, make your concerns known to the referee immediately, and they'll follow up. Um, so I've I've seen this before, where someone is got a half a model in rough ground and is charging twelve inches against someone who hasn't noticed that, and it's like, I'm just a player in this tournament. Yeah. I can't say anything. You know, they have to play their game. It's it's kind of the player's responsibility to make sure of that stuff. But if you see it, you should bring it up, and a proper CEO will address it off to the side elsewhere. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. But what do you, what do you mean? But if you see what? You're still supposed so to talk to if you as a it. player are, you know, done with your game and you're yeah. walking around and just yeah. observing games and you see something that's being played incorrectly, you as a player, it's not your responsibility to step in. And no, it's that. not. Do you, are you saying it's your yeah. responsibility to, to go to the TO and say you witnessed something? You should mention something to the TO that, hey, you know, Interesting. So I saw this and this with such and such. It's um, it, it gives it gives the TO an opportunity, you know, after the fact to go, hey, uh, someone mentioned this. Do you are you aware of that? Did you just miss something? What happened there? Because I don't think I would say anything in that scenario. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ! If it had been WTC, I'd have been living next to the TO. Well, <laughs> yes. You've been living next to you. And you know. now, I mean, in team game, if I see something next to me after the match, I would talk to my teammate and say, "Hey, did you did you notice this?" But I, I mean, you know, but that's not the same as going to the TO. I mean, mm-hmm. that's you know, that's a team game, and next game we'll catch it and we just move on with it. So, right. But maybe it's maybe yeah, it's a different it's uh, maybe it's uh, it's just a different approach. So, well, I I think the, I think the and I'm I'm just reading between the lines here, so to speak. But okay, if we'll say uh, Clyde, <laughs> someone Clyde. is like mentioned more than twice that Jeff has been doing this, and Steve came over and said Jeff is doing this. Like okay, something's going on with Jeff's play here. You know, we need to watch what's going on him. So you're drawing the attention of the TO to maybe observe more directly the person that's maybe doing something incorrect in future rounds. Sure. If that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Like, Again, hey, I saw yeah. this going on, and, and Jeff 
I saw he had a guy in rough ground. He still went a full 12 inches to make a charge. And then next round later, Steve comes over and says, hey, yeah, I saw Jeff. Yeah, I saw Jeff. He was making this charge from rough ground with 12 inches. Like, okay, I need to go watch Jeff's games. And as a referee or TO, and I see something being played incorrectly, I have the ability to step in and say, this is how the rules played, guys. Let's make sure we're doing it correctly. Yeah, that's tricky. Um, it's unless it very, I, yeah. unless you have a referee, a referee, in my opinion, uh, like at the WTC, if a referee is at the table watching, my expectation is, is that they will step in if something is being played incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that, but that's a very yeah. specific situation. Um, or if you're, it's at the end tables, referees directly involved in games. Um, the only other time my expectation that, that a referee would get involved in a game is if a player at the table is requesting them to come and check on something. Otherwise, um, I wouldn't want the TO or the referee interfering in a game that we're just playing. So speaking as a TO and someone who wanders the floor, I have, in fact seen rules being played incorrectly at a table and have said are you sure that's how that's played out and then let them figure it out themselves and then later ask and then while I'm standing there as they're figuring it out ask me the question I said are you asking me the actual rule and they said yes okay here's what it is <laughs> so but as as the TO slash referee I'm saying are you sure that's correct and that's all I'm saying. Well, that's but that's not the same as saying no. You you that's can't do that charge. Going, Whoa, you're wrong. You right. can't do that. I'm okay. Just saying, is all that right. yeah. So that's correct. so there's some important nuance and context there. Okay. Sure. Um, but but in this document, they're saying that the referee has the has the should step in if he's seen something be played incorrectly, or, uh, unintentional yeah. or otherwise. Well, and the thing about that is, I think uh, I think your approach works really good around here and. I'm going to say in the upper Midwest where people are not as directly <laughs> confrontational. <clears throat> um, but I, my experience having some, you know, I'm going to go with just some East Coast, New Jersey friends. They tell you to, you know, F off if you came over to your table and said that. you got to come in there and, like, make them play it right if it's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, you're playing that wrong. That's not how that's played. And step in and, you know, fix it. <clears throat> um, and... At WT, I'm going to keep going back to this. At WTC, if there, if I'd have called the ref over and they'd have looked at it and been like, "Are you sure you're playing that right?" and walked off, I'd have been like, "You are useless as tits on a bull." So, well, no, I I, I never left the yeah. table. Well, uh, but the point is though, is like you, I, I this document yeah. saying you got to be proactive and the referee should be proactive, and I actually kind of agree with that in a competitive tournament. If it's a if it's a a game day or whatever, then you know who gives a whatever. Right, and that, Let it that be a the situation was sure. it was it was new people. There you go. Yeah, okay. We'll, so, we'll that's sort it why, later. Right. That's why it was just exactly. Yeah. It's but I tend to agree with this document as far as a competitive environment goes. That it needs to be more authoritative than, uh, you know, are you sure about that? <laughs> sure. Yeah. No, I I agree. I think it's an interesting dilemma to be having a TO for a tournament. You know, walking around and spotting rules wrong, but like the the one the one time it got caught is the one time it was right. How many times did that person play it wrong before, or how many other tables is it being played wrong at right, right. now? Right, like to me, that's just a, like a weird. I don't, I don't, I don't have a good answer to it. I just 
feels weird to me that like the referee should be walking around and be like, nope, that's wrong. Nope, that's wrong. Like I don't know. It feels wonky. Yeah, there's 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 probably a middle ground that we're 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 missing here. So, and it, it might be the case that um, you know, oh well, this happened two turns ago, and we decided this. Sure. Okay. Well, that's wrong. Play it the way you've played it for the rest of the game, but right. then let's talk about it afterwards and make sure we're playing it correctly going forward too. Sure. Yeah, and that's I, I mean, there's a million things you can do. Um, I just find it to be an interesting. I, I I agree with Jeff. Like being very direct in these circumstances is probably better. But I also like how much intervening should a referee do in the other like when nobody's being like judge, you know, like nobody's raising their hand and asking for you know referee to be involved. Like I don't know. I just feel like there's there's you're going to catch five things and there's going to be ten things that happen. So is, how is that fair to the people that you're not near? I don't know. I guess I don't know. A competitive event, that everyone should know the freaking rules anyway. Well, i.e., harder ranging it, it depend, rules. It, de- it depends on it. You know, if if you're going, to, you get newer players, and you know, as as a TO slash referee, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, I tend to hover towards those tables that have a book open. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fair. Because those are the ones that probably are far less experienced and Shit, are, are looking something up. And, well, that's why I'm outside your table. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm realizing things now. <laughs> so making sense. I mean, there's, there's indicators that you can that you can read visually from people who are uncomfortable, unsure about the rules, and, and you look at your tournament roster and you know the names that you've seen before and know that they've sure. been there. Sure. You know, I, I don't hover too often at John Stence's table. You know. He, he right. knows the rules. He knows how it's played. He can explain things. And when he asked me over for questions, like, "Oh crap, uh, what's he? <laughs> yeah. what, what did he run across now?" <laughs> oh, wow! So, he found the next rule that we're going to have to figure out with the, with Warlord. Right? He found out our next podcast. Topic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, <laughs> yeah, you should be excited. Yeah. Like, might not be able to solve it right now, but it's three hours of content. But, yeah, and, th- and that leads to the next one: is that when the referee or TO makes a decision, that's what it is. And discussion and that, that mm-hmm. plays on. And if should you find out something after the fact, bring it up in between rounds, go, you said this, we played it this way, as once you know I found this entry in here and he'll read that and go, Okay, well let's make sure we get it right yep. going forward. You know. Right. That's you know, and sometimes you know, as far as time sensitive games are, it's like, you know, a decision just has to be made and that's all there is to it and move forward. Sure. So So yeah, and that, that that covers the misplayed rule after the fact. It's like, okay, yep, okay, you just play it that way, but let's make sure we get it on the same page. Oh, penalties. Ah, I hate having to force penalties. Mm-hmm. That's just wrong. But sometimes you have to. Well, I mean, and again, this is geared towards WTC, where this, where this is totally relevant. I think, in my opinion, like you should be you should be enforcing penalties and doing things to to encourage clean play. Like Jeff said, that zero tolerance thing. Yeah. Well, it's and, like, well, and, oh, somebody got caught doing what? I ain't gonna even fucking try it then. Well, right. But even even like this lays out how you're like your team gets a your player gets a warning, then a team gets a warning, right? And then then these things happen after that. Like it lays it out. So even if it's like we're going to give you a little bit of leeway in a sense that we're like we're you're not immediately just you know I guess depending on what the infraction is, I don't know how deep this goes into that, but you know what I'm saying. Like this gives you a, a guideline as a to. Like, here's how you start. Here's where you go. 
Yep. How far do you have to go? Okay. You know, right. They go all the way through disqualifications and stuff like that. Like the the point deductions. Yep. Yep. And then what to do with the disqualifications. And there there needs to be at least some discretion because there is a difference between, you know, somebody actively trying to forget a rule to their advantage and somebody being an idiot because they haven't slept enough and they can't remember something. That's that's usually right. me, that's yeah. usually me too. It's like every once in a while right. I just derp. Right. No. Totally. Oh wait, yeah, that's right. Uh, you, you do go down. I'm shooting at you in a building. Yeah, you get yep. down for that. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you Grab can it. run out of a truck, and for some reason I just derp forget these things sometimes. So, you know. Right. Yes, you can. You can. Out. Yeah. I, for some reason I thought you couldn't. At least in bolt action, I don't recommend doing it. Well, but. you know, it depends how bad you want to get out of it. Is it moving? Yeah, is it, yeah, is it moving? Is it getting shot at? Like, if I'm sitting in a canvas How many, how many of the guys in the truck with you ate Chipotle for lunch? You know, it's like, I'm, I might run. Yeah. <laughs> H-E for sure. Roll, you'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I mean, yeah. I, I think you have to lay it out if you're going to be like, don't do these things here's like here's the consequence this is kind of the shit i talk about with my kids mm-hmm. right like you do this this is what happens there's consequences for your actions good yeah. and bad this is what happens when you do this that's that makes perfectly good sense it, it, especially in a referee handbook it takes it out of their hands they shouldn't have to think about it it's here these are yeah yes. this is you did a b happens yep yeah and it, and it's it's already set up so like nobody can complain when it happens. Or like if we get happens. caught, and it's, yeah. you need right. to have those kind of things in writing. I agree, especially at a super high level yep. tournament. You absolutely have to have like we are using the Warlord Players Handbook or the Referee yep. Handbook. Like that's the what we're using included. and following. So spellings to be interpreted by the TO <laughs> <laughs> or referee and, and or referee yeah. and or referee and or referee yeah. Yep. So they they even cover like tardiness. Yeah, they kind of like define like the things that are violations. Yep. Uh, outside interference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of these are really tailored towards the team event because they kept mentioning that captains are permitted to ask their players such and such and whatnot. And I mean, objectively, the biggest highly competitive tournament at the time this was written was going to be a WTC format, if not the WTC itself or a national qualifier. It's a team right. event, so right. And so that makes sense, but yep. Yeah, they have examples like the outside interference. A player sees a fellow player make a poor tactical decision and sends them a text message. <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, at least Discord. Come on, man. It's Screw that. You tap it out in Morse code. <laughs> on their foot. Yeah, when you're seeing no, it. Yeah. You mailed them no, a letter. No, on their anal library. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. That's right. Because we all had our, our Team USA anal Jesus beats. Christ. <laughs> Red, white, and blue, baby. That <laughs> we did it. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so it, it lays everything's out, it even goes out with the slow play thing yep. which yep i mean i can determine someone's a slow player an idiot well maybe you know, when they I hold mean. the bag there for the last 30 seconds of a round not pulling into tyson yeah that uh, well or not yeah. or not yeah. putting them in yeah, or not putting that. your orders yeah. back in yeah. the round yeah yep. that's the thing hmm did that happen? Or seeing zeros on the clock and pulling an order dice anyway, yeah. that's fine. It's also not fun to get hassled to go faster when the other guy's taking his time, but he wants you to go faster, so he gets to his oh, critical dude, units. that was the worst. That, <laughs> that, that, I wanted to throw things at that, yeah. dude. That was my least favorite game. Yeah. I don't know. Did, did, did that happen to you, too? Okay. Did you play the same yeah. guy? Okay. Well, yeah, because we played that team twice. That's right. 
You could figure yeah, that out if the you last year. Around. The thing so, was, yeah. he wasn't the worst about it because I was just like, well, sure, whatever. You know, it's like another guy was hassling me because he wanted to get to his unit because he needed to move that unit to score so he'd win the game. And it's like, I'm going to play at the exact same speed I've been playing at all afternoon, sir. Right. I'm being consistent. I'm I won't go slow, but I ain't going to go fast yeah. just for you. Right. Because you're going to hassle me until I go yep. fast. Yeah. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, that's I, that's kind of the worst. You know, I don't want to use that system. That's kind of why I like that chess clock system they use in some 40K events because it's just like I can just jiggle a thumb over there at the clock if I've still got time and be like, mm, I Yeah, right. I'm not the one taking right. up the time here. Mr. Clock says no. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, here's one. Army list problem. Player warning. A player has accidentally picked... Accidentally, air quotes for you, picked an extra model out of their case and added it to their army. Hmm. A player has used models that don't clearly represent what they're intended for. Mm-hmm. A player has included extra models in their army and given them an advantage in a scenario which is not present in their submitted list. Interesting. Yeah. I'm so blown away. This is the thing. You sound like this has happened to you, Pat. Has this happened to you? Yes. Did I do it? Because <laughs> okay. if I did it, I didn't intend, intentionally do it. I've never played it. against you in a tournament, so. Oh, okay. Well, I did not. I would have act, I would have actually accidentally done it. So I've also noticed lately that uh, fewer and fewer players will give you their list to look at. Yeah, they should absolutely be doing that. Or, or I've even had people who, like, you know, here's a copy of my list. And then, like, go, oh, that's my only copy, kicking it back. What? I'm I'm okay with that as long as like, right? I've I'm okay. I'm always like, here's my list. I always print five of them, right? If we're in a five yep. game tournament, here's here's yep. my list. Fine, it's no big deal. Like, I'm okay if someone asks for it back. Fine, whatever. I don't care. But like, let's go through your list. Yeah. I'm gonna go through my list. Here's my list. Here's my here's my army. Here's all the things I have. Here's all the weird rules. If I have any weird rules, like, okay, do you know what Brandenburgers do? Okay, great. Okay, we're done. Right? Like, and then we just move on. But you know, and I if if you do it, maybe your opponent does it. I don't I don't know. Maybe they don't. And then you're like, now I have to start watching for four point four in the player handbook, or referee handbook. Yeah, I've 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 I've, I've seen. Let's put it. How can I best put it? So I have played a player who, talking to someone later rounds, had a different unit count when he played them than when he played me, as far as number of uh, models in yeah. a unit in specific. Hmm. It's like no, he he only had X mount in there. I'm uh-huh. like, he had a full strength squad. He made a full strength roll at least once with that. No, that wasn't full strength at all. I'm like, huh? Okay. Yeah. So, I uh, I have a problem with that. So, so one of the things is a you should always just bring extra copies of your list for everybody you're gonna play, right? You full, really, yeah, should. I mean, that's full stop. Courtesy. That's what you should do. But. Yep. If you're going to give me your list, it's the only copy you got and you need it back, fine. But you better not be doing with some janky-ass list that's got like 20 Skaven rules in it that you're going to try and surprise me with later. And it's like, dude. Well, I and well, I guess, okay, so when that happens for me, too, if if a player asks, oh, that's my only copy, well, can I hold on until the end right. of the game? Can I give it back to you after the game so that I at least know what I'm facing? Like that seems reasonable. Yeah, bolt action are open lists. Yeah, they're 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 not, they're not like the in. It's not hidden information. Right. Yep. Yep. So open list info. Yep. So so I mean that's the other way of dealing with it is just being like, can I give it back to you after the yeah. game? I've definitely kept a couple of copies in accident, like, and somebody tracks me down and like, oh, yep, here it is. Sorry, whatever. But at least it's 
taken care of. I don't know. I, See, when you really want to assert your dominance, though, when they hand you that copy of the list, you look at it once and just tear it up, and it's like... Just, just eat, eat it. it. I just eat like, it like oh, I'm a spy. Oh, sorry, yeah. you're supposed to have extra copies, man. Sorry. <laughs> that was my copy. <laughs> that was my copy. It was nummy. Guess you're going to have to go back to... Sorry, I was low on right. fiber. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was, I got a little hungry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Okay, I mean, that's not in here, but that's, everyone should be bringing lists for their own... That, that's the other thing too. That you know, if you're doing a competitive list, releasing the list to all the players, that's yes, another that's, way to mitigate yeah. that too. Yes, I mean, like, it, I remember um, I read your list <coughs> a couple of days ago, and it didn't have that in it. Are you sure that's what you submitted? Yeah, like, Dale. Do you know there's a truck in this one? Oh crap! I submitted that list. Yeah. What? I, th- I think there's more. It, to me, you have to go through it before the beginning of the game. Right here's yeah. my list. Here's my army. I'm presenting you everything I got. Like right, and hopefully my opponent does the same thing as a courtesy. Right, that's that would be my expectation and how we get around this. And maybe that's why it's never happened with me is because I always do that. Like I always be like, here's my I got ten guys. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Go through all of them. It might take a little bit of time and it might eat ten minutes off the clock, but I guess I'd rather know what you have than to. Not no, I guess I don't know. Maybe it doesn't take that long. Well, if you have two and a half hours, it's fine. But you get two hours, it's yeah. a puffer. A thousand percent, for sure. That's one of the ones they need so to leave enough time. I mean, that's a that's a tournament thing. There needs to be enough time in rounds too. Two hours is is unfeasible anyway. Like like you shouldn't be that short. In my opinion, it should not be that. Two short. hours is too fast for that. But yeah, yeah. Well, it's too fast for almost anything. You can't even find rules in two hours. Well, yeah, there's no stopping to look up rules because that's going to eat up, you know, 10% of the whole freaking game if you have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's another thing for prestige-level tournaments. Like, got to be longer time. Got to have longer time for everything. Even, like, even more than two and a half hours, in my opinion, but that's just me. So the pack even covers unsupporting conduct, too, which... Which it should. It should, and what do you do? I mean, I've I've had players losing their shit before, and it's like, I mean, I almost want to do the same thing. With my daughter's like, you need a timeout. Go sit in the corner for for five minutes and figure out what you did. And it's like, you're an adult person. You should not be losing your shit at a freaking plastic soldiers game. Come on. I mean, I've seen some fun drama. A player, a, a player uses loud, excessively profane language after poor dice rolls. Is an example. I mean. Well, fuck. <laughs> what's excessively? Yeah, <laughs> what's excessive? That's right. <laughs> I mean, is is one loud fuck allowed? Like, like how many, like how many, how many ones do I have to roll to get at least a fuck out of it? Like, <laughs> well, throwing a dice across the room. I have walked over and put them in the garbage yeah. before, but I have never thrown them across <laughs> the room. I I had a I have a well I don't know if Chuck Dale knows Chuck Chuck at a at a Warhammer GT was rolling dice. And every time he rolled, he was rolling like shit. He was just having a horrible game. He would chuck them in the garbage can, can like, across two rows yeah, of tables. Yeah, it was tables. quite a ways away. He, yeah, he was just chucking them. And he was just launching them into the garbage can because he was done with them. But, uh, yeah, that, I mean, he was doing it in, in a funny and jovial way, but he was definitely not happy with his dice. Don't do that. I, I think I've only had one instance where I've had a player who's been just for the point where like everyone else at the table or around him was kind of like um feeling really uncomfortable here then that's when you kind of have to like step in and go Take a you're being excessive cool it or you're leaving hmm. gotta be a bouncer give him a warning though yep. first yeah uh, it's sad only once has that ever happened that I've been like 
Okay. You need to take it down not notch I'm, or you're out of here. I'm sorry, Pat, for the actions I took that day. Yeah, I don't think it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know it wasn't me. So I was joking. We had, we had a, I had a guy get uh, uh, salty in a, in a, in a four-player game one time, and uh, the other old guy on my team was just not taking any shit, and they got into it a little bit, so that was kind of fun. Great. That's always that's what you Well, want. we called Pat over. Pat sorted out by the time he got there, so. Oh, there you go. See. Yep. And then uh, bullying. Oh, really? Come on. Physical aggression. Okay, let's hope this does never happen. There's zero challenge if you throw a punch. I mean, you're being detained. And I was going to say, if you do something that's actually illegal, like against the actual law, I mean, get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah and that, that covers the rest of these, like theft and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, they really cover their bases other than spelling and flowcharts on here. Oh, shit. Four, five, four. Outside of a game, player warning. A player makes a public negative comment about an opponent or a referee from an event. During, from the event. Oh, during the event. Okay, we're good. It's, we're good. It's, it's during the event. <laughs> it's like, wait, <laughs> we're out. We're done. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, during, from the during. event, during the event. Okay, we can say anything we want. All right. Yeah, you got to wait till <laughs> things over. Then you talk crap. All right. Okay. Right. Yep. And for the record, if someone ever takes a swing at me, I'm going to put you on the ground and then call Pat over. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I, I'm, you ever take a swing at me, I'm going to run like hell. So there you go. Good luck with that. That's the best defense. I won't catch anybody. <laughs> well, I'm not going to try and swing well, at you, good. Jeff. I'm no, yeah. no better than that. Like, I'm not an idiot. Never, never. Well, I think I think we've all proven that we can't catch people who are. Yeah, yeah we us. have. That's right. Well, I wasn't there. Even when so. motivated. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, Jesus, that was my. Of and that kid was built like a gazelle. There's never a time <laughs> yeah. in my life I could have caught that kid on anything less than a motorcycle. <laughs> the only thing I could do is yell you little shit yeah. at him, and that was all the it was, that was all the It was perfect, by the way. You sounded very old manish when you did that. I was very proud of you. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm so sad you didn't be like, don't, I hope you throw up or something more. Get off my lawn. Fun. Yeah. Oh. Uh. A little more cursey. Game fixing and bribery. It's easier to do if you have a cash yeah. prize. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll split that winnings with you. Yeah, throw this game so I win and we'll split it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. It keeps going. Game. Yeah, I mean, appendix, penalty, quick reference. Yeah, it's a float. It's that's... not a flow chart, but it's, you know. <laughs> it's a... Wait, did, what? <laughs> appendix? There's a, there's an appendix to the. That's not an index. I'm right. Okay. No, no. But it's got an index for a second, for a second there. Yeah. Wait, I don't even understand. For, oh, further penalties. Okay, armyless problem. Player initial penalty is player warning. Then further penalty is team warning, which that's that's hilarious to me. Tournament point deduction, game loss, match loss. Okay, so that kind of makes sense. If you if you've ignored the problem five times, you will you will get eliminated from the tournament. Isn't there only five rounds typically? Yes, but you won't. You will be eliminated from the tournament, Pat. So you can't win. Hey, anything. If you are, if you are disqualified, you will not get your, uh, you will not get refunded your entry fee. Yes, well, that should, at least at my tournaments anyway. That should be else. that should be pretty standard yeah. across the board. The expectation yeah. of you being a total ass does not get you your money back. Right. Like you should. Uh... Okay, this is an interesting one here, though. The 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 conceding. Conceding. Yeah, Stretch that e out. <laughs> Yeah, two E's, yeah, it's two E's in there. Player volunteer concedes defeat at any point during the game. All of that player's models are considered destroyed. The conceding player receives a loss if the opponent receives a win. 
Remember that conclusion, the, the collusion among players to manipulate scoring is forbidden, and the score should be calculated based on the final game state. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. It's fine. It's good I to spell that sure. out, yeah. Okay, there are times where you're like, I literally can't do anything. You can't do anything. Do you want to keep going? Like, what's the point? You, you, you maybe get one more dice? Sure, I guess. Let's yep. go. It's just, to me, it's just like, there are games that are written, and you're like, dude, this game is over. You've, you've pushed my shit in. You might as well count as everything's been destroyed. By all means. Yeah, it's it's harder in a team format tournament just because, sure. I mean, I'll take WTC. Alistair pushed my shit in pretty hard, and I was like, if this was a friendly game anywhere else, I would concede and we'd be done here. But but because this is getting scored and there's going to be tiebreakers based on this, we're playing this string out, even even well, though and, I'm getting and there was no, it, you know. And there was no conceding. There was, there was no conceding. There was, there was yeah, no conceding. There was no conceding. But... Uh, that's that's a thing that happens. So sometimes you just have to play the string out. Sometimes I like the fact that you can concede at some point because this is still supposed to be fun. And yeah, if you've gotten right. completely smashed. Right. But there's a ten run rule for a reason. But I understand. Like but I understand in certain scoring environments you don't want players conceding because you want it because it matters. And having your entire army count is destroyed is a pretty harsh penalty. I mean, you're, you're basically agreeing you're going to score zero here and give your opponent a huge win. And give them max yeah. points. But I like that better than the... I played in some tournaments where it's like if somebody concedes, you know, they get a zero, but, you're, but the person that won the concession gets, like, a draw. And you're like, that's that's bogus, too. That's that's dumb, yeah. That's dumb, too. Like, well, I've had one where the player has conceded and then proceeded to write down just the minor victory for me, and I'm like... Yeah, you conceded. conceded. That's a bit. It's like, well, the conditions right now are you just have a minor victory. But you conceded. Well, let's yeah. keep playing then. You conceded. Yeah. I mean, I didn't give up. You did. You're giving up max points yep. at that point. Yes, and that needs to be made very clear too. Yeah, and I, I'm fine with that, right? Like, okay, you score max points. Most of the time, when I concede, if I if I do concede, I've got max points already. They've already got max points. Like, the best they can do is improve their you know dice kill. At yeah. that point, I don't know. Interesting. Lost or damaged components. This is an interesting one because I read through this and I was so like, that, I don't agree with this. So they fixed dice. Yeah, on the floor. And they don't pick it up in time. The leader will give a player a time extension to their game in order to find a replacement. If the player cannot find a replacement within that time, they must concede the game. It's spelled correctly this time. If the player is unable <laughs> to find a replacement by the start of the next round, they should be removed from the tournament. So if someone what? steals, like what is what is it? Uh, what is an essential component? I assume to order dice. Uh, their army, their entire army. So if they can't dice. find their whole army, or their oh, entire. So maybe army. if they lost a single order dice and they only brought the the dice they were expecting. Yeah, but really, you should just lose a unit. Then and you keep playing. You just play, yeah, find their replacement. Player player okay, like so Jesus it Christ. it goes into this like damaged miniatures. If the miniature is damaged and is in it in its damaged state. Does not impede the progress to play the WYSIWYG carry on, or and abides by the rules under WYSIWYG carry on until a repair can be effected. The miniature does it does impede play. I don't know how so what the, if a guy lost his head? You're going to count him as dead? Yeah, you can't. He can't shoot a gun. Up. He doesn't have eyes. The player removes the miniature for the remainder of the tournament until. Okay, so at least they're like that's like the. the I was reading the first sentence is like okay, you lose a model, you can't play in the tournament anymore. 
That seems silly, but okay. Yeah. Um, How about you just play without that model? Yeah. That's what it's saying. That's what it's saying. Or so just you can just remove the model from your collection back on the table. If you have but, one, right? If you have one. Okay, that's. Oh, but you've already put all the units from your collection on the table. Then wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, then you're you're yeah. I mean, especially when you're traveling from the United States to another country, yeah, you bring extra units all the time. I bring zero extra models. It was literally every model I used. Actually, yeah, I might have had one extra model just in case. I um, did not. If TSA didn't like one, then uh, I was down a model. You would have been hosed. That would have been fun. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's. I mean. There's the referee guide for you. If you do a TO, like maybe you should use this. It's not a bad way of doing it. It makes things, keeps things. It it, it gives you a, a fallback of like, hey, I'm going by this. I'm not being. I'm not being a bad right. guy. About I'm this. sorry. This it's is, not. It was out of my is, hands. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, which is great because then then it is. It's nice to have a document that you can fall back yeah. to and say, guidelines I'm given. This mm-hmm. is what I'm going with. It's not just me being a complete a hole and not liking you. It's just I found a reason to tell you I don't like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this flow chart really. Uh, uh, the, maybe maybe I'll kick that back into John and ask him to touch it up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you check the FAQ? No, no, there's no <laughs> FAQ about the referee handbook. Sorry, <laughs> they don't need any more pages than that. They got, they've good. got an appendix for crying out loud. They've already got a. Maybe this will maybe this will make it into the errata or FAQ sometime. I doubt it highly. I. Uh, it does not look like the most official document I've ever read. I mean, it signs off with uh, many thanks many to the thanks. team at the yeah. World Team Championship. What? What? Like, this is this is clearly written for the WTC yep. in mind. So. Which good for them to actually think to do this. I wish they would have followed it. I feel like there are at least several circumstances where I feel like it maybe didn't get followed to the letter. And I mean, in my experience, I didn't call the referee over to deal with with my situations so there wasn't an opportunity for the ref to come in and well i did he said i don't know right he basically said i didn't see it that's the other yeah the and the other things (coughs) we've already gone over it so yeah i mean it just it it just this is again we're pat's pulling band-aids by bringing up the referee handbook that they should have to been be, using. To be fair, this is a were. dead horse that should continually be kicked until, you know, morale improves. <laughs> until it's re- until well, it's re- until it's reanimated. Until it's reanimated. <laughs> <Yeah>. The <laughs> next one's coming up and hopefully hopefully it'll it'll be amazing. So look man if Yeah money on the line. If the guys that. that go play in the next one come back and they're like this was the best run tournament ever and it was smooth as glass, hey, that's awesome. Yes. That, that would make awesome. me very happy. It would be. It would make me very happy too. If that, if anyone ever listens to the feedback and they actually implement it, I'm a very happy person. Yeah. Even if yeah. we're whiny and not, not as constructive as we could be, we've tried to remain constructive though, as best yep. we could. For however many episodes we've talked about this, for at least five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well. Whatever. Uh there you go. There you have it. I think that's all we all she wrote for tonight, right, Pat? That's good enough for me. It's gotten late on this side. Yeah, we're in the same time zone, Pat. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm yeah, farther east than oh you guys. So it's even later for me. Five on twenty minutes. Not even by about five about seconds. seconds. Five <laughs> about, yeah. <laughs> all right, get us out of here, Pat. Let's go home. We're all home. All right. Go to bed. Something. This snafu. Have a good night. Over guys. and out. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, guys. Enjoy the music. And our outtakes. There'll be a couple. Probably. Thank <laughs> you.
something I'll be right down in a sec. Is it good? Piece of cold ham. Same question. So, <laughs> yeah, it tastes, it tastes salty. And Ham's yeah, good. I like ham. Yeah. Can't complain. Chase it with a piece of cheese and you're good to go. Right. I usually wrap a piece of Swiss around the ham and just eat it all together. There you go. Yep. That's usually how I go. That's great late night snack. Yeah, protein. Yep. Can't go wrong. It's a lot of sodium too probably though. Yeah. Um, unless you cook the ham yourself. Even, even it then, still it's, is. yeah, depending on the ham, it's still. Yeah. Dude, I've, yeah. I've made bacon myself. Yeah, it's still a lot of salt. Don't 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 kid yourself. Well, that, <laughs> that should gear us up for the next part. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right. I'm, I'm <laughs> chewing on pretzels, so. Well, there you go. Mm, pretzels. It's probably nice salty. Hear that? Yeah. What I usually mute when I'm chewing them. So. <laughs> That's fair. All right. Good. Good, Pat. Well, I did not expect that to go there. Wait, which to go where? <laughs> the indirect fire. Yeah, well, it's when you read the words. 
that's the problem is it's like once you read the words and normally it was like okay we're just, it's convention we just play it this way because of momentum but like sometime you're going to actually read the actual words and ask someone to prove it and it's not going to work and you can go wait that it doesn't say that it doesn't say tanks can fly it doesn't say tanks can't fly 